Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Random Tale Podcast. I'm Jason. And Boku wa Jose Salado desu. Huh? I'm Jose Salado. In Japanese? Yeah, in Japanese. Are you going to speak the whole podcast in Japanese? I don't know enough to speak a paragraph in Japanese. Where's the Japanese? You could probably say that one sentence. Yeah, I'm like third grade level Japanese. I wish I could finish it. See, now you got everyone's hopes up and you crush them. Anyway. Fine, just for that, a year from now, I'll have my... Alright, a year from now, we're going to do an episode with you in Japanese with a translator to put it in English. (laughs) We'll figure that out down the road. But welcome to episode 23. Uh, Today's episode is going for the gold because we are discussing the gold coin heavy New Super Mario Bros. 2, which came out last weekend, as well as the brand spanking new 3DS XL. We will also, of course, be discussing a whole lot of news. In fact, we should probably just jump right in, because Nintendo announced a lot of stuff, and there's a lot of stuff on the horizon that they, they announced a lot of announcements, so we should probably just go get on in it. Get on, get on in it, as you put it, yes. A quick note on 3DS XL, though. I just found it interesting how it just worked out. I was planning on buying it launch day, you weren't, Yeah. and you ended up getting it launch day, and I didn't. Yeah, yeah, and I have impressions. I got the blue. I originally wanted, so, I mean, we'll talk about this when we yeah. get to what we're playing, but first we have what's... What's up with Nintendo, our new segment, but news, not new segment. But yeah, I will say, I was originally going to wait for silver. And then being the Nintendo sucker I am, I caved and got blue on day one, and I'm very happy with the purchase. But we'll discuss it in more detail. Yeah, well, whenever people say... I have it right here in my when, hand. Whenever people refer to Nintendo fans, like, oh, they could just make a box with Nintendo sat on top. I'm the person that would buy that cardboard box that doesn't have anything in it, yes. Yeah. It's sad. I'll buy it if it's not it's a sad, different iteration of the same thing already. Here's the thing. I'm on the first. I'm on the path to recovery. I already finished step one, which is acknowledging I have a problem. I have True. a problem. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But in the meantime, uh, we should talk about news. So... What's first? The fall lineup? Yes. Right after Nintendo... Thanks, Jose, for that great <laughs> setup. Right after we no, record... No, no, our... transition... Yes, right after we recorded our last episode, two weeks ago, Nintendo came out and announced their 3DS lineup for the rest of 2012. It's a whole lot of... Meh. <laughs> like, I don't know how I'm better to describe it. It's, um, Luigi's Mansion Dark... The big story is Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, which is going to be out this year. Got delayed till next. Which... Till 2013. Which control? Is, that's what I'm thinking, but I mean, we played it at Comic-Con last month, and it was, and it was perfectly... Glitchy. Was it? Yeah, the version that... Okay, yeah. The version, the, ver- the version we played, which is the one that our friend Nigel messed with. He no, might- no, 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 oh, no. Oh, no, I thought no, I no, about no. that. Um, the version... Well, I guess the demo unit my brother got to play on. Um, I guess, like, you walk up to a window and you're supposed to see ghosts playing around in there. Oh, right. He said this on our episode. On yeah, our he just walked in there and nothing happened. Nothing he was just stuck there and you can't back out of it. See, when I played it, I had no issues. It seemed perfect. Not perfect, but it seemed fine. I mean, I guess, like... I don't know. So, I, I feel like that glitch... Is probably a more common because he didn't do anything when he just yeah, walked yeah. up. So yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure there's other. But reasons. whatever the reason, even though we did get to play it and it was pretty cool, um, it's not coming out till 2013. So there goes one of Nintendo's big holiday games. That's a kind of yeah. It's a big, it's a big one. one. They were banking this holiday on Paper Mario and P- Luigi's Mansion. So. Mm, the saddest part is, I have a friend that asked me um, if there are any good 3DS games to look forward to for the rest of the year. And you're like Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> yeah, and I told him like the only one I'm like, oh, I guess Luigi's Mansion and Paper Mario. So now there's only one, and he's yep. like, I mean, for the rest of the year. You could have told him Castlevania as well, but if you did that, you'd screw him over again because Castlevania uh, was it called on 3DS. I'm drawing um, a blank. Mirror of Fate? No, that, I don't think that... Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that might Did be it? it. Anyway, Castlevania, for Lord of Shadow, Mirror of Fate. There we go. Yeah. For the 3DS has also been delayed till next year. So there goes two of Nintendo's like cornerstones of their fall lineup. We still got Layton. Yeah, actually, we just got Layton. Or, 
Wait, I mean, we, they just announced it with yeah, this? Yeah, we just got it localized. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean, is they just announced which it recently. I'm excited about, but I still need to play the first three, which I have. The new latent for the one that does not what we're talking about. Right. Fifth. It's the fifth. In the yeah, it's the fifth. It's actually kind of a reboot of sorts. Uh, it comes out October 28th. It's called Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask, and it's going to have a new storyline, new new puzzles, 365 days of one-a-day puzzles, like the past ones, which you'll oh. download through, I presume, this Spot one. Pass. But apparently the story, if I remember correctly, it's like a prequel reboot. Yeah, like, one... It tells you the origins of Layton and his assistant Luke well, and whatnot, right? Yeah, this one is the sequel to The Last Spectre, which started the whole, a new trilogy that takes place when Layton was still like, ah, okay. so this like is a the young middle college of the professor reboot. kind of thing. So this is like the middle of the reboot. The first yeah. three Laytons was like it's own... Tim Burton's Batman, and these three Laytons are like uh, Nolan's Batman. Like it's like same universe, same characters, different stories. Wait, 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 wait. what was the last one you said? Nolan's. Nolan. Batman. I'm saying the first three ones were like if when Tim Burton starred that franchise. Of oh. Batman. Then here comes the second three, which is same characters, same general world different oh, okay, right. ideas you said the same universe, universe which, i corrected yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely not that. the same universe yeah yeah no you mean the batman is not the latent yeah, yeah oh my god those the first okay batman's. and i, I yeah. know you don't like those batman I, I, no no i'm talking about the even older batman oh yeah yeah well they're okay they're okay for their time i guess but um besides Layton, i guess the only other huge game that nintendo's releasing and this one we knew was coming was paper mario sticker star which oh, comes... i'm gonna say art academy no we'll get to that it though. looks i mean it well, looks hold on. interesting yeah um, hold on so, sorry, I just want to make sure I got the sticker star info. Uh, November 11th is when it comes out. That's their big holiday for game that's for Pantel. That's Call of Duty. Yeah, but that, is it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. But that's the big, uh, no, 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 Call of Duty's 12, yeah, it might be. Yeah, because October. I mean, 11, 12. Yeah, they should be. Yeah. But, um. No, but no, that my we, bad. No, yeah, it is. Yeah, and also. Sure, well, either way. And All-Stars. Yeah, it, yeah, because. PlayStation All Stars got delayed. Yeah. Either way, uh, that week of November 11th is when Nintendo traditionally releases its big handheld game for the holidays, Mario 3D Land. Last year, Paper Mario. This year, uh, so it does look super cool. Nintendo didn't reveal, reveal any new info beyond what we saw at E3, but yeah. and again in the uh, Nintendo Direct right after E3. But fact of the matter is, it is coming out this year, which is good. So we still don't know we have other partners besides that floating We don't know crown. if we have other partners. We don't know it, what's going on with the full sticker system. Like, they've shown some of it, but not everything. It's yeah. still pretty mysterious. But knowing Nintendo, within eight weeks of launch, they'll start doing, like, tons of updates out of nowhere. That's I easy. mean, it looks way different, but definitely not as different as Super, Mar- uh, Super Paper Mario. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and, def- and, and now that you mentioned our account, so I guess we'll run through the other stuff Nintendo announced. Because Nintendo actually announced, like, one, two, three... Four, if you five games, they asked five like B tier, C tier games. All of them will, a lot of them will be on eShop and for retail. So I guess we'll just cruise down the list. Uh, actually, almost all of them have been announced for Europe way back, like a while ago. So it's just confirmation yeah, yeah, yeah. that we're gang. They seem to be on top of everything lately. Yeah, they're definitely more so than NOA, but um, at least in some regards. Uh, Art Academy, you mentioned, and I know you're probably excited about it. Because... Well, I mean, I'm not going to get it, but I've always been interested in just, like, fully featured drawing apps on the 3DS, mm-hmm. but since I got cut of 3D, I'm... I think well, this isn't like... just drawing app. This is, like, an oh, art... Oh, no, yeah, it's supposed It'll... to, like, teach you... Yeah, I mean, like... it's called Art Academy. It's lessons for everyone, so it's definitely yeah. teaching. And then there was one, like, download. It was, like, second semester that came out not too long ago. Right. This is, I believe, a compilation of those plus new and it is... stuff. I don't know. I mean, I wonder how... Good, actually, are teaching people. I've never actually seen a review for it. Yeah, so. me neither. But um, they're also 
in addition to whatever it comes with, they're also going to be releasing additional lessons for purchase via the eShop. Oh. And you can also share and download various game content and artwork from friends and whatnot using spot pass I, mean, I feel that like at the end like once you're done with all the lessons you're only gonna be good at drawing on the 3ds yeah you're like, gonna be good at drawing on the 3ds because with... i mean drawing with a stylus it's yeah like, okay i get all these different textures but when you get drawing on like on paper what the actual thing is gonna feel really weird and, and you're only gonna be good at drawing like whatever nintendo <laughs> teaches you how to draw <laughs> what, like, look, I, I can't rescale this yeah he's gonna be like look i could draw a little apple in the, in the side profile of a blonde-haired boy but i can't draw a pear or a brunette girl <laughs> i guess it's very specific but that comes out august or sorry october it's 1st like those um really old how to draw nintendo characters yeah they only draw, let you show you how to draw in one pose. i don't understand how that works you start with an oval and then another oval like a body oval and then a head oval and then two steps later you have a fully detailed character how does that work the middle step is just like now you draw the arms the legs da, 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 you put the clothes on and done yeah, it's, it's like, like what you it's skip like, like thirty. It's like they're not allowed to put more than four steps. I know, and it's super confusing as a result. But I actually, I actually, actually have heard that what? Where are they up there? Oh, you have the, the how drawn Nintendo characters. Well, yeah, it's like once how to draw Nintendo is like the more up to date one, the really old one that shows you how to draw that random lizard from Zelda, and the how to draw Zelda. The Lafios, the ones that do the weird squeaky squeal and then they hit you with the sword inside the Deku Tree. Huh. Grab the boy. What? <laughs> I'll show you. It's, no, it's, it's fine. It's the very fine. last one. This? Yeah, super skinny ones. Yeah, the... I can barely reach it. You can do it. This is riveting. No, 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 no. This All is... the way in the back. This is riveting <laughs> podcasting. There you go. Listen to me reach for a book. All right. Hold on. Oh, I got both of them. Okay, well, anyway, while you look for it, yeah. uh, it comes out October 1st. It'll be on eShop and in stores, which is also the case for... Crosswords Plus. I know you are looking forward Look to this that. one. Like... I know, yeah, literally, <laughs> it's, they show six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They show about ten circles. That you just, just kinda, start with. Yeah, you just start with, and they're perfectly positioned for Yoshi. Then they show you, okay, now fill in these circles with this, this, and this, and then suddenly you have Yoshi. It makes no <laughs> sense. But anyway, show me the, right, pull up the fun. Zelda one for the name of the creature. Should be on the ceiling. You get that weird weasel from. Yeah, the keep in mind, no one can see this. <laughs> That's why you have to describe. I know, I'm looking for it. Um, while you do that, I'll talk about crosswords. So it's actually oh, crosswords. Okay. Lawfuls. That's why I said. Or no, I said lawfuls. I was close. Yeah, you were close. Surprisingly close. close. I'm surprised you actually. I know my. Know I know my train. Nintendo stuff. Even though I don't beat the games. Yeah, it's like I wouldn't even be surprised if you never even got to see it. No, I saw it. You said it was in the Deku Tree. How could I not see it? That's the first dungeon. I would assume you barely got to the shop. No, I give me a little credit. I, anyway, um, Crosswords Plus is actually a sequel, I don't know if you realize this, to Crosswords, to, to Crosswords DS, oh. which, see, it's like a game that's flundered rare, but um, it's going to be download and eShop, or something like download and retail, there'll be a thousand puzzles, it'll also have Street Pass and Spot Pass support, pass. yeah, you could share puzzles via Street, with your friends via Street Pass. Isn't it that everyone has the same puzzles? I guess they're randomizing them in some way, let me see here, uh, share bonus puzzles, yeah. Or connect to the internet to receive free additional puzzles via Spot Pass. That's what Nintendo says. So presumably you could share ones you download. Hmm. Uh, they're also going to include other word games, including a word search, anagrams, and the exciting, you ready for this? The word of the day. It'll tell you a new word every day, and you can expand your vocabulary. So yeah. that's game number two. So far, hmm. I and these together, they do not equal the black of Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> uh, third on the, the list. Black. Here, this one. What? I said Luigi. The lack of oh, Luigi's Mansion. Oh, that. black. Here comes the one that will make the difference. You don't need Luigi's Mansion. You don't need Castlevania when you have Sparkle Snapshots 3D, an eShop exclusive launching on the download service on October 18th. You ready for this? What does it do? This is, this is the game. 
You gotta take photos. Okay. In 2D. And what? then, not 3D, 2D photos on your 3DS. And then, you add 3D layers of stickers and sparkles and bedazzles. And, yeah. It sounds like Why do you need Luigi's Mansion when you can just do that for hours? Sounds like a sad iPhone app or something. Even better, you can share them wirelessly between 3DSs. Or, Nintendo points out in their press release, with the power of an SD <laughs> card, you could put the, com- the photos on your computer and email them to people. This 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 is the must-have 3DS Wait, app of the fall. Wait, can't you already kind of do that with Yes, the... but I'm saying it's funny that they're making it a, a selling point. Hey, you have it on an SD card, put it on your computer. I guess they're emphasizing ribbons because we probably don't have a ribbon. Ribbons? Does it say ribbons? Yeah, it says ribbons. Oh, ribbons, stickers, pens, bedazzles. Yeah. I mean, I know you they get don't say bedazzles, and I stars. But... They actually, it's actually been out in Japan for quite a while. I don't know what it's like called the over there. It's a photo booth one. It's, yeah, it? it's a photo booth over there, and... And it, uh, they had special stickers for, like, Mario Kart and Mario, and they sold those sticker oh, packs. Oh, okay, now I know what Yeah, they were DLC about. sticker packs that you yeah. paid for. It was the first DLC Nintendo ever did, actually. But, um, yeah, so that's Sparkle Snapshots. That's the killer app of the fall, if you're unaware. It does fill the void of Luigi's Mansion and Castlevania put together. It also, if the Wii U, for some crazy reason, doesn't come out till 2013, uh, I'm pretty sure... Sparkle Snapshot will take its place, and everyone will be perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't see how it can. I don't see how this is not the must-have product of the year, quite frankly. Anyway, back to real games. <laughs> um, uh, Nintendo highlight uh, on the 22nd, which is only a few days later, they're releasing game number two that's sure to be right up our alley, Style Savvy Trendsetters. Now, Style Savvy, Style Savvy was a DS game where you were like a fashionista. It was perfect for like the girl... DS owner market, which was actually quite large. It's almost half the... If I remember correctly, almost half of all Nintendo DS owners are female. Which isn't like... That almost sounds like I'm like, it's shocking, but no, it's games are common now. It's it's not a boys club But they're anymore. all buying these games apparently. No, and well, imagine no. babies and imagine ice I guess. skaters. Well, the, 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 the little girls, sure. Like oh, the yeah. 10-year-olds? Yeah. Or the 8-year-olds even? So yeah, so Style Sally, it didn't blow up too crazy, but it did pretty well for itself from what I remember. It definitely sold a few to hundred thousand. Sequel, I guess. Yeah, it, it's huge in Japan, which is specifically why they made the sequel, I'm guessing. Oh, I thought it but, was a Western game. No, it's from Nintendo, like, Nintendo in Japan, huh. I think. At least it's made by a Japanese developer, for sure. But Mario it will... Cameos? What? So no, no Mario Cameos. But it does let you... Who needs a Mario ca- Cameo when you can create your own full-scale fashion shop? And you can, and a quote from the press release, spark a fashion revolution by helping customers keep up with their current trends, buying new clothes for their customizable... Sh- oh, wait, sorry, I'm misreading that. You can help your customers keep up with current trends. Also, they let you, you know, you, you design clothes, you shop for other clothes, and then you can, this is the new part, share your creations online. Share your shop creations online. So for, I can see that being very cool for like, you know, if we were like 11 year old girls, I'd buy that. It's a lot of it. <laughs> I can see, yeah, I can see you buying it since you were always a little designer person. No, no, I like graphic design. That's very different from clothing design. You don't want to make graphic tees? Okay, that's where it's... Touche. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, Style Savvy, and that's out the 22nd. Layton, we already talked about, on October 7th, 28th. And the last of the unannounced is Freaky Forms Deluxe, your, cre- your, cre- your Creations Alive eShop game, Freaky Forms, came out a while ago. I don't think either of us played it. I... Did I... Wait, no. maybe we played it on Nintendo event. Yes, like we I played, played it at Comic-Con. It. No, not Comic-Con. We definitely somewhere. played it somewhere. I know I played it. Yeah, and it was kind of like... Yeah, but isn't... It felt half-baked. But isn't kinda. this one, like, getting... I mean, 
Not, well, here's not, what's not different. Deluxe, but here's what's different. The normal version is getting pulled from the eShop. Here's what's different. In Europe, Freaky Forms Deluxe was announced a few months ago, I think, and came out a week or two, or was about to come out. They pulled the original Freaky Forms from the eShop right before the sequel, or the Deluxe edition. Basically, they don't want people buying the cheaper eShop one. They want them going and getting the full-fledged game. Nintendo's saying... Which has an RPG mode in it, I think. I believe so. Nintendo's saying it has new features not found in the original downloadable title. That includes dungeons to explore, enhanced create, creating capabilities with more parts, and download play. I don't know if that was in the original or not, which lets you share your creatures with friends and play, you know, local mm-hmm. local multiplayer. That seems to address the half-baked issues. If I remember correctly, a I lot... it's 40 bucks. I mean... Yeah, it should be like 20. I don't know the price, but it'll be on in-stores and, I guess, eShop. They, Nintendo didn't say. But, um... That's the thing is, most of the complaints from what I remember reading about Freaky Forms was it was an awesome creature creator, but you didn't have anything to do with the creatures once you created them. Like, it was super, like, ho-hum. It seems like they... By the way, your dog is going bananas. Yeah, he is. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. No, no. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, leave the back jokes to me. Sorry. I just thought I'd share. Apologies if anyone's hearing a dog barking up a storm. That You could blame Jose. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, what was I starting to say? Um, ho-hum. Right, right, right. The game, the game, yeah, the, the gameplay itself was apparently not too great once you make your creature. So I guess adding the dungeons and whatnot is addressing that. And hopefully it will be a full-fledged, worthwhile game. Because the creature creator part is supposed to be really cool. Yeah. I'm never going to forget that trailer. It was just so weird. Like, the music didn't even have, like, a beat. For just, Freaky Forms? Yeah. The tempo, oh, yeah, yeah. The tempo just well, it has, it has wonky music. On part. You know Freaky Forms... Someone that worked on Chibi Robo was directly involved in Freaky Forms, so it has kind of a lineage. That would explain the, the walking bing, 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 bing. Yep, just like in, in Chibi, uh, Robo. Ch- Chibi Robo, where every step you take adds to the melody, yeah. Yeah, except that was, that sounded nice. Oh, Chibi Robo. I That's re- an awesome game. I regret not going after Park Patrol. Me too. It was only at Walmart, and I was too lazy to go I get know. it. I mean, couldn't have been that bad, but... No, it was supposedly pretty decent. Oh man! But I really wish unfortunately, there's no plans for one on 3ds. I yeah. know because that wraps up Nintendo's 3ds lineup for the fall. They uh, they also you know confirmed the new Skylanders will be on 3ds in October. Uh, Disney Epic Mickey two power mm. of, or Disney Epic Mickey, the Magic Castle one. Yeah, uh, Castle of Illusion will be on 3ds November eighteenth. It's it's um yeah. There's stuff coming out, but there's no Luigi, and there's no. Castlevania, and there's also nothing coming out the weekend of November 18th. Now, I have a theory. Oh? I've mentioned this on the podcast before, and I tweeted it as soon as I saw this lineup. The Wii U is coming out November 18th. I am going on record right now saying it. It's coming out November 18th. Their schedule is free. There is nothing coming out that weekend, which is their big holiday blockbuster release weekend. Zelda Skyward Sword came out that weekend last year. The Wii came out that weekend. The DS came out that weekend. When is the GameCube came out that weekend. Black Friday is the following Friday. Oh. They always release it the weekend before Black Friday on that Sunday. So, with that said, they cleared out their big holiday 3DS game, Paper Mario, the week before. Which, if you look at last year, Super Mario uh, 3D Land came out the week before Skyward Sword. So it matches that trend. Is this all off the top of your head? Yes. Wow. I just remember these things. Uh, <laughs> also, if you want to really get into detail, Metroid Prime 2, which was their big holiday game however many years ago for the GameCube. That weekend. Mario Kart Double Dash, which was a big holiday game back in, I don't even know what year, for GameCube. That weekend. What if you're wrong? It's a... There, there must be a consequence. I'll eat my words. No. I can make a prediction. I already tweeted my prediction, so it's kind of like it's out there. If I'm wrong, I could be called out. 
Alright, I guess that should be good enough. But either way, November 18th is when it's coming. I will bet you anything. Not anything. A couple <laughs> bucks. Maybe. But, uh, but you know what? And, we, and here's the thing. We don't even have to wait very long to find out. Because Nintendo then announced, after the 3DS lineup, that they are holding a press event on September 13th in New York City. Where they will presumably announce the launch date, the price, and whatnot. It goes from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., which means there's a press conference and hands-on time with new games. And Nintendo has confirmed there will be demos. So, that fits into my equation, too. They're mirroring the Wii perfectly. The Wii was announced... The Wii was first shown off at... Like, the games and whatnot. was first shown off at E3 2006. No. They then had a press event on the week of September 13th. It was a different day. But that Thursday of that week in 2006. They then had the system come out the holiday weekend I just described in November. It's too perfect. So, Thursday, Thursday... Sunday, Sunday, date, date, it's most likely going to be the same. Yeah, I'm sticking to my guns. But yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see what they do actually show at that press event. I mean, you know, there's a lot. Is Nintendo going to put Nintendo Land as a pack-in? Like Wii Sports, or are they going to sell it separately? Oh, man, I actually have no idea. I, f- I really want to say, like, well, I guess I would want them to just put it in there, but I yeah, I feel like the game is just big enough that they could argue it's 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 good enough to stand on its own. I think I mean, which yeah. I really hope they don't because I think they will because it's like it's not just like with Wii Sports where you turn it on and there's a menu and it's like pick your game and then you just play it. This yeah. one has that whole like the Miiverse hub in the middle where it's like everyone's chatting in the theme park with their little statuses. But like that's more like, than just. But then, like if you think about it. Almost every game is going to equip the Miiverse in some way. No, but I mean, like, the fact that they have this central hub where oh, no, other but, people's oh, no, Miis will like, wander in and out through Like, online. I think, like, every game will have some sort of... Like, like, I don't know if... If they had made a game small enough for it to be packed in... It wouldn't have that. Yeah, it wouldn't That's have, what I'm saying. Yeah, we, it would just have, like, if they wanted to... Which kind of sucks. I mean, yeah. Because even, even if it does have that hub, I still feel that's not even that... No. It must like, have more. I mean, well, here's the thing. They put up promotional material for the Wii U at GameStops and whatnot around the country, like signage, all of them list Nintendo Land. They also list Ninja Gaiden 3. I don't think if one's a pack-in and one's not, that they're going to just put them both on equal footing Um, like that. I hope it's kind of like... It would probably say includes Nintendo Land right on the sign instead of just Nintendo Land as a game. Because the signs are just cubes and one side's the Wii U, one side says Ninja Gaiden, one side says Nintendo Land, and one side says Mario U. That means they're on equal footing. I mean, we also can't rule out the possibilities that I mean, considering how big Wii Sports was, I mean, not Nintendo has a Wii U Sports. I, up well, there, well, I mean, like, I mean, like, not many people, I think, like, bought the Wii to play Wii Sports. It kind of just came. Oh out no, no, there. no! Lots of people. Not like did. in the beginning. No, really? definitely. You know the whole explosion where it was like this phenomenon, a huge fad. Everyone did because over Thanksgiving, another reason Nintendo probably launched before Thanksgiving. They all were at their families' houses for the holidays and Christmas later on. And the kids were like, hey, check out this new thing. You swing the tennis racket with your Wiimote, and it swings in the game. And all these people are like, oh my god, this is cool, and I can like stay fit doing it. I'm buying one. Like, lots of people bought it just for Wii Sports. Oh, well, either way, I guess, like, just the fact that that did so well, I guess they want to bring attention to, like, oh, we have this in here. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they do the 3DS. I mean, I definitely did not buy it for Wii Sports. Well, yeah, me, me neither, because we're true Nintendo, like, hardcore Nintendo fans. I mean, it's yeah. a great game, but that's not why we bought it. Yeah, I guess, it's, I guess it didn't need to prove to us. That, yeah, it was yeah. for the casuals. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do pack-in software opposed to, like, a game. I mean, kind of like the 3DS, they had face rares, they oh, had AR games. They'll I probably do you. some more, like, little things like that, is my did guess. It, did they say anywhere that it had its no. own, that it was the No, that's presumably what they'll be announcing, along with other stuff. I'm sure they're going to confirm... Uh, 
Rayman Legends, Ubisoft confirmed over at Gamescom in Europe last week, which is kind of their public E3, mm. sort of. They announced and confirmed that Rayman Legends is coming to Wii U exclusively and is coming this year. So I'm sure we're going to get more news like that at this event, along mm. with whatever Nintendo secrets they got to reveal. I'm sure we're also going to see some new games have been announced. Mm. I see, I don't this know. is what E3 oh. should have been, is my guess. I don't know why, like I really don't know why, but for some reason in Nintendo Land, even if it wasn't packed in with the Wii, but mm -hmm. you could, it's just a downloadable game. For some reason I wouldn't mind. It will be. Oh, Nintendo it? has said all their first party games are going to be downloads day one. Oh, well, I mean, like just available downloadable. Oh, know. oh, 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 nah, they're going to do, this. if this is their Wii Sports. Like for some reason I wouldn't really mind. Oh, well, I wouldn't mind it either, but if, the, if this is their Wii Sports, they're going to get an insane marketing push. Like insane, like it's gonna be. It's oh, gonna be. I guess check out the Wii U with Nintendo Land. Oh yeah, and here's some Mario and Ninja Gaiden and Zombie U. Like Nintendo Land's gonna be Nintendo Land and Mario Wii U probably will be the two big focuses. We still At least still, in the casual market. We also still haven't gotten any price for the games, right? Like whether it be forty nine, nope. fifty nine. Amazon and 69. retailers seem to be suggesting it's fifty nine and forty nine, depending on the game. Like Rabbids Land from Ubisoft seems like it might be fifty, while Zombie U's gonna be sixty. So it might depend on. You know, it's kind of mm. like how some PS3 games are 40, some are 60. That's yeah. the But, I mean, that's something we'll have to wait till September 13th to find out, unfortunately. Of course, we'll bring all that news in our following podcast afterwards. But, um, you know, the next one after. Yeah. One thing that might be kind of cool that may, maybe Nintendo will shed some light on is uh, there's this patent that Nintendo World Report, which is pretty cool. Uh, they're at Planet GameCube back in the day. They're pretty... They've been around forever. It's a huge Nintendo news site. And, um... They stumbled across this patent from 2011 that actually shows how you can do multiplayer with two separate screens. One person's playing on the TV with a Wiimote nunchuck. Other person's using the gamepad as a TV with the Wiimote nunchuck. And because the gamepad has that sensor bar in it, you can really do it. You just put the gamepad on a stand, you can put it next to the TV, you can put it like back-to-back -back with the TV, and you can play on separate screens. Wait, why would you put the gamepad on a stand or you're going to... Because you're not using... It's, the gamepad would be the screen you're using. So instead of having split screen, they would literally be split screens. Two different screens. So both people player, Yeah, like it'd be a game that oh. uses Wiimote Nunchuck. And one player would... For example, if it's a first-person shooter, one guy would be on the TV, the other guy would be on the gamepad saying on a stand or whatever, and both can use the sensor bars fully. I feel like the, the, the gamepad's going to get the short end. Yeah, but... It's, and, and, or if anything, I thought it made more sense just for him to play with the game. I mean, all the controls are there. But the point... Oh, true. Well, I'm just... I guess it depends what they're playing, too. Yeah, mean. it depends on what they're playing. I mean, the patent listed a few examples of both cooperative and uh, competitive. Competitive is stuff like first-person shooters. Cooperative, they had one where, like... Never did. I saw a first-person shooter. Sure. That's <laughs> random. <laughs> hey, it's cooperative. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Right, okay. But yeah, one had, like, a person... They were doing this co-op mission, and they started in the same section of a cave or whatever, and then they, like, parted ways. So one person was going one direction on a TV, the other was going one direction on their... Uh, using the gamepad, and, and then they re-meet and whatnot. There's some that involve, like, other little activities. Like, there's some... Uh, Mini game ones that seem like they'd be a good fit for Nintendo Land, like you know that game Kuru Kuru Kuru. The, the Ninja Mansion? No, the uh, uh, it was for Game Boy Advance. You had a little paddle and it moved back, and you had to like tilt it through levels. It never came to America because its initials were K K K. Kuru 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 in Paradise is what it was called in Europe. Kuru Kuru Paradise, something like that. But it's this game. Basically, you have a paddle and you have to move it up, down, left. By any chance, is it that paddle like? That comes out in brawl. That's yes. like blue. And yes, it's that. Blue. It's that. You have to well, move that through that these is. puzzle levels. 
one of the one of the pat the, the patent featured that as an example of how you know one person would use a, uh they'd use the Wiimotes to steer it and have the gamepad be the TV to show it and the TV be the TV to show it. Mm. So I don't know it. They, maybe they'll shed some light on it because uh, according to Nintendo World Report, the people that whose names are attached to the patents are the guys that also patented many of Nintendo Land's features. So in oh. other words, it could be one of the unannounced mini games. We'll use that idea of splitting the screen. What haven't we heard about? I think there's five left. No, but I remember we we know the symbols. Yoshi, F Zero. We saw F Zero. Yoshi, Samus. We we already know Samus, don't we? we? They showed a demo at E3 two years ago of what Sam, of what Metroid could be. But oh, they didn't show it again. Pretty sure it's going to be that. The chase me thing, sort of. Well, the battle me. Battle me, I mean. Yeah. yeah. But Samus, or Metroid, Yoshi, I don't remember what else. Mario? Have we seen a Mario one? Oh, that was chase me. Well, I mean, assuming it's still that. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, they have another one called chase me. Chase me became... Um, Sweet candy. Yeah, it became Animal Crossings. Yeah. I don't know, but I guarantee we'll see them. Oh, obviously we'll see those at uh, the thir- September 13th press event. We have to. Yeah. I mean, they need to announce the whole suite. It's kind of like how Wii Sports Are, started with three. Or, or were they let them be a support? Well, here, here, here's how I did it with Wii Sports. They announced three confirmed games for Wii Sports at E3 and they, back in 06. And they left it at that. Like, there are three games. Then in, the, in September, they're like, oh, by the way, we kept going. Here's two more. So yeah, I, they probably will announce the full 12. Maybe they announce there's more than 12. Maybe they realize that a lot of people don't see the value in it. It's better than Nintendo Land, basically, the Wii Play. Nintendo Land's Wii Play and Wii Sports combined, yeah. I think it's more Wii Play, though, because that was just, like... I feel Wii. like it's a little more... It's not... It, Wii, I feel like it's deeper than Wii Play, though. Like, lots of Wii Play's minigames, yeah, they were big in terms of they had a lot of levels and stuff, but they're super simplistic. This one has a little deeper stuff. Like, the oh. Zelda minigame is definitely deeper than anything in Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Actually, that two-screen that. thing would be cool with Zelda. If you want, if you preferred using, like, the Wiimote Nunchuck for the bow and arrow, so you just set the gamepad as a TV, and the three people with the swords use the TV, and the one oh. person. Yeah, and... It's the, true, you already have the Motion Plus, why not use exactly. that? Exactly, exactly. Already proven good way of shooting a bow and arrow and Skyward Sword. Exactly. Or we there you go. Or whatever. And also, one little tidbit, because I'm sure someone out there is like, wait a minute, but the sensor bars would clash. If you have two sensor bars next to each other, apparently part of the patent is that uh, the sensor bars will rapid-fire alternate, like flash differently, like, you know, they do a yeah. pattern, so the Wiimotes won't get confused. Like 3D TV. Yeah, so the Wiimote won't get confused or whatever. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they thought of everything. Not really. But, um, yeah, so that, yeah, I mean, that's what Nintendo announced these past two weeks. Which, if you think about it, that's a fair amount, considering there wasn't a whole lot going on. Like, there wasn't any big events. Uh, the Penny Arcade Expo the, They announced that they were going to announce stuff. That we they announced they are going to announce stuff, and they announced the fall line for the 3DS. They got that out of the way. Or the lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, they got it out of the way so they could focus on the th- Wii U in September. Mm-hmm. So, just business stuff. They go yeah, pretty much. It's like how they announced the Wii name before they showed off the Wii at E3. They're like, let's just get, this is going to be the thing that people are going to be, like, nagging about. So let's just get out of the way and they can get used to the idea and then we'll show them the good news later on. It's not quite as severe as the 3DS line because I'm sure they think it's perfectly fine. But it's definitely missing. For a company that was saying, we need to step up our game and release games super often for the 3DS because the sales are lagging. I feel like they're not really doing, they are releasing a lot, but there are a lot of, like, crossword puzzles and... Whatnot. Like, they're not, you know, I don't think they're the caliber of what people were expecting when they said that. Yeah. You know, just yeah. seems for everybody, not... I don't know. I yeah, how, 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 how bad that we're complaining that they're releasing games for every demographic I know, yeah. instead of just I mean, ours. I mean, it's not bad. Cause, I it's mean, not those, bad are, those are the games that are going to, like, get 
the unit sold. Yeah, I guess the better way of wording it is it's disappointing that the games that they were hoping to bring to us this year, the hardcore gamers, aren't arriving, and instead of filling that void with something else, they're just releasing a whole bunch of casual. Which is fine. That will help sales, and that will mean more third-party support, which is, quite honestly, kind of lacking right now. Like, it was good at first, but there's... Yeah. Skylanders and Disney's Capcom Epic was Mickey. doing good. Yep. Kinda. I mean, if they had kept Mega Man Legends, we would have had three really good Capcom games already. Instead of two. But, I mean, Street Fighter, I don't know, I think kind of saved the launch. Well, yeah, the launch was... At least for me. Like, for the 3DS, the launch was weird. Like, they had no killer app. Yeah, I mean... And even then, the killer app was supposedly Zelda, which came out three months later. And I was lucky. I was already, like, a huge Street Fighter fan. And that was the only game I bought. It was, like, yeah. amazing. And yeah. you just got Pilot Wings. Well, I was Wings. happy with Pilot Wings. And I was happy with Ridge Race. Which is, like, now a $5 Racer. game, basically. Yeah, it's free. When you got a 3DS XL at GameStop, if you got one at GameStop, they offered you Pilot Wings or Steel Diver, both launch tiles, wow. for free. Now I'm kind of tempted to get it there. Well, you're... Oh, when you get your 3DS? Yeah, so. I was about to say, you have an XL. Because, I mean, I kind of want Pilot Wings, but I don't want to pay 30 bucks for Wait till it. it drops in price at Best Buy again. It's like 10 bucks, 5 bucks every other week. That's true. Yeah. Anyway. True, true, true. Uh, looking a little more into the future beyond what Nintendo announced for mid-September, uh, I, Iwata, Nintendo's... Which, I think I've been saying Iwata on the podcast forever. It's Iwata. Yep. So, sorry, Mr. Iwata. But um, he is, as you know, Nintendo's global president. And he did a rare thing where he did an interview with a gaming site. He does interviews with, like, the Financial Times and Bloomberg and all these, you know, big business things every so often. But he just met with Kotaku and they had a long interview where they covered a lot of very interesting stuff. And I believe the interview was done by a... Blackmail, probably. Blackmail, no. Probably had a picture of him playing a... PS3 or I something. doubt it was blackmail. Although, interestingly, they did point out in the interview that Iwata uses a MacBook Air and an iPhone. You would think, for a company, which Kotaku speculates means that Nintendo doesn't quite consider them a full-on threat, because you would never see a Sony executive pull out a, th- a DS, or you'd never see an ex- a Microsoft exec pull out a Sony phone. Right? Well, they mean, usually don't... Keep it, your friends close, keep your enemies closer. Yeah. Plus, I mean... Apple makes good computers. <laughs> but, um... Good job, dude. But yeah, I believe the interview was done, if I remember correctly, by Steven Totillo, who's now their editor-in-chief at Kotaku. And I've always liked his articles. He always puts, like, a unique spin on... You know, it's not just like, hey, check out this game. It's like, he shows off some, like, little quirky feature or something. So it's cool to get him to be... Have him be the one that interviewed Iwata, because that meant focusing on the little things sometimes. Or going into directions that some interviews simply wouldn't. Like, Nintendo's social media... How they're turning the Miiverse into like a social network of sorts. It it's interesting. So I guess we should start with the most the stuff that's most applicable to now, which is Mario. Oh, We've Mario. talked about this a few times. Uh, that is it. It's weird that Nintendo's releasing two new Super Mario Bros. games within six months. Yeah, right? it was. Until, we just talked about this last episode. Yeah, it was. About, it was until this interview that I that I started like just thinking about it more. Like, okay, it's not that. Big of a deal. It just feels that way because... Yeah. Well, it, I think it boils down to Nintendo... Why Iwata said... Is it Iwata or Iwata? Now I'm confused again. <laughs> it's Iwata. Yeah, it's Iwata. You're right. What he said was that Nintendo tends to limit New Super Mario Bros. games to one per platform. And it is unusual to have two within a year. But he thinks the games are different enough to avoid what he's calling confusion. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think people are confused about there's two Marios. I no, think, they're definitely not. I think it's... Is it Mario Overload? I think so. But, yeah, I think that's the real question, which means that Iwata kind of sidestepped it. But he does make a good point that they only release one per system, one per platform. Yeah, because, I mean, 
to say it's more overload. I mean, well, that's, it, what people, it, that's what a lot. Well, that's it. It would just be overload of just the character because we're definitely not getting a ton of the same type of game. Well, no, the point. Oops, I almost. I mean, I understand. That. I mean, the we just point, Mario Galaxy, the point would be. Mario well, no, no, no. The point would be within from August to November, presumably, two full-fledged side-scrolling Mario games. That's crazy. It used to be like one every five years, but what happened, I think, is Nintendo just changed up their release cycle a little. It is still one per platform, but it used to go. Well, NES had many, obviously, but like Mario World came out with the Super Nintendo. Then there wasn't a huge. I mean, there's Yoshi's Island, but that wasn't like a Mario. There wasn't a, the next Mario until Mario 64, which came out with the N64, and like five, six years later. Then the next one was Mario Sunshine, which came out in 2002. Then you had Mario Galaxy and Mario Galaxy 2, and then you have. Do we count the advanced ones? Well, that's what I was about to say. And then if you look on the handheld side. The DS launched New Super Mario Bros. 1 in 2006. We got Mario Bros. Wii in 2009, I think. And now we have two in 2012. So it seems Wait, like they're doing... New Super Mario 64 DS. That's what I was about to say. In terms of... Sort of. Sorry. Uh, in terms of new Mario games, like brand new Mario experiences, they seem to be doing at most three per year up until this year. I mean, not sorry, not three per year. One every three years of handheld... Or, sorry, of side-scrolling Mario's. Or major shifts in Mario style of games, one every three years. I mean, like Mario Sunshine to Mario Galaxy was a major shift. Mario Galaxy One to Mario Galaxy Two, not so major of a shift. They kind of the problem they're doing it one every three years, but we're just used to the N sixty four days where it was like one every six. But it's still one per platform, if you notice. Yeah. Usually, Mario's on the DS. That's only the only one on DS. They did keep releasing ports almost once a year, like Mario Advance, Mario Advance Two, Mario sixty four uh, yes. DS. All that they were releasing, but those were the same game. They only really did one new Mario experience, or at least a refresh of the experience, one per platform, the exception being Mario Galaxy 2. I guess it's probably why the magic's Which like a little gone. Yeah, to some extent, but I think but I think it's a mix are... of that, and it's just, they're doing one per platform, but they're starting to squish them together. One was at the tail end of a platform's life, and then one was at the start of a platform's life. Yeah, and now yeah. they're doing two at the start of a platform's lives, or... Two in the same year, but different stages in a platform's life. I mean, there's no denying the quality still there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... It's just their pacing. Psychological it's, it's, yeah, their pacing got a little screwed up. They still do one per platform. They just accidentally <laughs> bumped them into each other. Well, not accidentally. It was very strategic. Yeah. Because I mean, they know also Mario from, sells. like, what little we played uh, of New Super Mario Bros. U, just, like, from that end of New Super Mario they are pretty two. different. Yeah, they're, they're already... They're both different. Mario for sure, but Mario U has these crazy backgrounds and there's no coin emphasis, which is going to be weird, by the way. After playing Mario 2 so much, it's going to be very strange to suddenly not have to worry about collecting coins. Yeah, so I'm getting used to, like, coins everywhere. I know. It, it actually became, it's actually a really cool gimmick. It actually became too fun collecting coins. Yeah, but we'll get to that. Uh, one other thing I, about all something these... something I never like doing, but I'll get back yeah, to that. Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other interesting thing that I was said about Mario games is, and this also explains maybe why they're speeding it up a bit, is that uh, Mario's a symbol of quality in video games. Like, people know, oh, it's Mario, oh, it's quality, and that's why he's in... Mario Sonic and the Olympic Games. Overall, he's averaging it, and of course he's not going to say that, that Mario's not a symbol of quality. That was made by Sega, though, right? Yeah. Nintendo published in Japan, Sega developed, and Sega published in America and Europe. Oh. It's like, oh, you do it in America so people won't be asked to. Well, it's just like they, te- they like, is to be fair, or something, oh, yeah, supposedly. Yeah. But uh, Iwa's idea is that Mario, who used, he points out that Mario used to have the, the early name before it was Mario of Mr. Video Game. This was before he was even Jumpman when they were just developing him. 
And the idea was that he would be in like everything. He'd be the symbol of a good game. So that might also be why Nintendo's bumping two Marios so close together this year because they want to show... The 3DS XL is almost a relaunch of the system, so they need a Mario game to be like, look, quality game. The Wii U comes out, look, quality game, here's another Mario. So I think that's the logic behind it, at least a little. At least that's what I want to say as a logic is. Yeah, I mean... Take care of it. At the end of the day, we're just getting more good games to play more soon. More <laughs> soon. I don't like that. More soon. Sooner. Sooner. <laughs> yeah, sooner. sooner. Yeah. It's late. <laughs> it is, yeah. We got a late start recording, but that's okay. Um... Going a little more into the future with what I was talking about, he did look at like the debate of gaming handhelds and smartphones and where that's heading, and he actually made some very interesting points. I didn't, I don't think we like consciously think of, but do explain how both smartphone games and dedicated portables can coexist. He he first uh, point point out that the 3DS isn't struggling too much against the iPhone and Android and whatnot. Uh, software sales for 3DS games are actually up compared to DS games at the same point in the DS's life. And Japanese sales of the hardware have matched within weeks of each other of their point in life. Like, the DS hit 7 million after X number of weeks, and the 3DS hit 7 million after X plus 2 number of weeks, but the 3DS did that with one less Christmas holiday shopping season under its belt. Well, so it's actually, in a way, it's out, outperforming it even. But um, Without the competition of the iPhone though, which is yeah, with the competition of the iPhone, oh, yeah, well, the 3DS is out. It's sort of outperforming the DS, yeah. And uh, what well, I was saying, well, that's just to sort of back the naysayers off and just be like, hey, look, we are doing well. And it's funny because in the article, uh, Stephen Totello was like describing how like I got like super passionate and like pulled up all these sales charts on his mm-hmm. MacBook and like spun the computer around, like, see, look at this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and I was like super into it. And it's like a huge like not like a 16 minute speech or something mm-hmm. about it. And then. Uh, the main takeaway that I was long 16-minute speech was was that the game types are very different, which I think we realize to some extent, but we don't consciously, like, when we have this debate, people don't consciously go, oh, well, one's, like, pick up and play and one's, like, deeper yeah, experience. Yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah, it's like one... I like to think of um, all iPhone games for the most part time wasters. Not, like, in the bad way. I don't yeah. mean them, like, stay away from them. They're just, like, really good at killing time. It's good time. for, like, five minutes. Yeah, like, like... In a chunk. And that's exactly what I want to say. Iwata said. He said that the majority of smartphone tablet games are kind of like pick-up-and-play, time fillers, you know. It's like quick here and there. While gamers, or games for decade portables, are the games that people want, go out, go seek out. They are experiences they want to get like deeply involved in, and they are willing to pay 40 bucks versus 99 cents or whatever to get this full-fledged experience. I mean, in a way, it's kind of like you with Ace Attorney. Like, you're a huge Ace Attorney fan, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, why do I even need to ask? And... That's really, you are buying an experience. It's not even a like, super deep gameplay game, but you get the whole story with cutscenes, and you have like mystery, and you have this, that, and that. It's like a full-on, all-well-rounded experience you're per- buying into, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably, less, yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, I'm at a loss of words when you said Ace Attorney, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, specifically, Wallace said that he, and this is a quote. I mean, that game was or designed for like, I mean, even though, I mean, so... Uh, story driven or whatever but i mean every chapter was like half an hour long so i guess you could play them in short bursts mm-hmm. but i mean like you said like for a bus ride or something like that like you're definitely gonna have to like save a lot and like stop so you definitely want something you could just even cut off like not even have to finish yeah but yeah it's, and it, it's exact kind of right on that note i was no. saying that because um you don't want to cut it off and while i was saying that uh he thinks can Consumers, I'm kind of paraphrasing a quote, they want to pay money for these richer, deeper experiences that don't need to be cut off 
or whatever that you can really like sink your teeth into. And he thinks that naturally people choose different ways to spend their time. So, for example, yeah, you may just want to play a game on your iPhone for 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, and it might just be a super simple game that you can stop at any time. But there's always going to be people that want those rich, deep sort of gaming experiences. And here's the quote. We're not going to see that vanish. That's not going to go away. There's always going to be someone that's like, I want to get like heavily invested in a Mario Sky Scroller that has buttons <laughs> that you press, and I want to get through all eight worlds and like, you know, sit for seven hours and do it. It's easier to do that on a portable, like the 3DS, than it is on an iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, though, because, like, those games are, even, like, Mar- the recent Mario Tennis Open, like, I would consider that a, like, a game you could get really invested in, but also mm-hmm. a game you could just kind of cut off at any time. Yeah, it's like, it's like And a- I did both. Like, I would take it on the bus, and I would get, like, I really, like, I wanted to buy every single outfit and unlock everything and make, like, my me characters the best as possible. And, yeah. I, and I could play it for hours. And also play for like 10 minutes. Yeah, the first time I played Mario Tennis, I was like, oh, I'm just going to try this out for a little bit. I have stuff to do. Hour and a half later, I still play. Yeah. So. It's like the best of both. Like, the matches are super short, but you could also play enough of them. Like, and I think that's what, I think that's what Iwata means. I don't even think he means like deep, rich experiences like how the Vita is like PlayStation 3 in your pocket, kind of, where it's like you get these full like campaigns that take hours. I think yeah. he literally oh, means it's just something that has an extra hook beyond just getting three stars and Angry Birds or something. Like, it's that extra something. Yeah, it's hard to describe as that extra thing that makes like dedicated handheld games, like port, like 3ds, Vita, whatever, more enticing for certain people than the iPhone. Speaking of the so Vita, there may, how's that doing? Uh, it's not doing so great. Great from what I've been hearing. I mean, it's not like I want it to fail. I think it's a really cool device, and I would want one if there were more games that ports. They announced some cool stuff at Gamescom for it. Oh, sound shape looks really cool, but... That's like, out, I think. Yeah. But they announced... Uh, but Media get Mo- that on the PS3. Media, yeah. Media Molecule, the guys that did... Uh, Little Big Planet? Yeah, that did Little Big Planet. They're doing a new game called Tear Away. Yeah, Tear Away. T-E-A-R. Away. And Don't it's like... Tear Away? No, Tear Away. It's spelled T-E-A-R. Oh, wait, no, that is Tear. Yeah. That's also how you spell Tear, though. It is. Whoa! Is, are, is one of us wrong? Oh, hold on. <laughs> we, need, we need to check this. We need to check this. Yeah, it would be. Ter- I originally read it as Tearaway, and I'm like, no, wait, it's spelled Tear. It's called Tearaway. Apparently, I'm not good at pronouncing things. The today. Vita version of Little Big Planet is supposed to be the best version, which makes sense because you could actually use your finger to create levels instead of a joystick, which yeah, they're kind of annoying. They're both spelled that way. Interesting. I think it's tear-away. it's Tearaway because it's about paper. Because what you do is you use. What's the word you even consider? Because no, because I saw a tweet from Media Molecule that someone retweeted, and it was like, by the way, guys, it's spelled. And pronounced, and then they just wrote it out. And I'm like, wait, so it's not tear away. They must be like, and I was like, oh, it must be tear away. Oh, but no, now I'm realizing it is tear away, and I'm an idiot. So that tweet was meant the other way around. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. That's what that means. But no, it's this really cool concept where you use the back panel of the Vita to poke through the world. Like a finger appears in the game. It's all like this paper craft world, and you like poke through with your finger and manipulate the world and stuff. It's kind of crazy. Hmm. It looks really cool, but it's something that I was really like, oh man, I wish I was on 3ds somehow. But, because I'm not going to buy a Vita for that, but it is very cool. But, um, yeah. in terms of sales, I don't know how the Vita was doing, to be honest. But I think they're well, making a considering you haven't that. heard anything about it, I'm it's sure not it, doing I'm well sure it was doing all. really good. I mean, it's not doing yeah. very well. It's not selling very hot. I know that. Um, what was I saying before that? The deeper experience. I don't know. I kind of interrupted you. Yeah, it wasn't anything important, I'm sure. But, uh, Iwata, deeper experiences. Mm. I don't remember. I guess on to the next Iwata. Um, Oh yeah, the thing about it not going away anytime soon. The fact that there are people that want these experiences. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible 
and I think Nintendo realizes this too, that with the advent of smartphone gaming and whatnot, that more people will shift away from those deeper experiences towards those more casual pick-up-and-plays. But there will always be a market for those deeper experiences. There are always going to be a very good chunk of people that want a deep... It's, it's like there's always a chunk of people that want artsy films, and there's always a group of people that yeah, want... It's, it's, it's exactly the same. They just become a niche. Yeah. And it, there are definitely niches within that niche, too. Yeah, actually, that's actually a good analogy that I just thought of if I do say so myself, which I do. It's like there are popcorn flicks, there are indie flicks and artsy flicks, and there are people who only watch popcorn flicks, and there are people who only watch artsy indie flicks, and there are people who watch both. Nintendo is trying to capture the people that watch both, or watch only the artsy. Except in the gaming sense, it's a metaphor. But yeah. yeah. I think that's what I, uh, what I was saying. Or at least that's how I interpret it, and it's a smart move. They can't have everyone, they realize that. It reminds me almost exactly of... It reminds me of the this Dead or Alive interview that just came out recently with the producer of the game or the director yeah. of the game. And, what were they saying? And they were just asking him like, "Oh, like, are you changing anything in this game? Like, are you making the the female characters like less, I guess, um, sexualized, objectified, or sexualized?" They're like, "Oh no, that's like a big part of our culture. Like, where if anything, we're making sure that stays the same, if not more, or whatever." Classy guys. And then like just like the comments got over like, "Oh, that's sexist. They should change it." And they're like, "Oh, why should they?" Yeah. Like, it's, a uh, like, oh, there, oh, yeah, people are like, oh, who's going to buy that kind of game? Like, it's going to scare people off, and not, be, like, gaming is a broad, it's, like, for everybody, isn't some of, oh, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, now. and some guys are like, oh, well, like, you can't really say that, because, I mean, not everyone is going to buy, like, these kind of games, yeah. like, obviously, it's, it's already at Dead or that's like just, 5. That's essentially a more specific case of exactly what Nintendo Yeah, because, I yeah. mean, yeah. Sure. That game is designed. I mean, there's a bunch of other fighters out there, but that's the only one that has the jiggle flicks and yeah. stuff. It's just yes. for those people, right? Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. It, it shows that even within that, even within the the people that want the decade portables with the richer experiences, there's also subcategories. Yeah, yeah I mean, totally. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that I said there was for my quarter doesn't make it any more right or wrong. It's just, yeah, yeah. whatever sells, I guess. Yeah. I mean, in some levels, you could argue there's a right or wrong to something like that. But yeah. if it sells, and if it's not offensive, yeah, they're diff- to the, they're diff- if it's not offensive to the point of like actually like harming anyone, that's true. I mean, I wouldn't really say it's harming anyone. It's not like it's making like all the female characters are have to fight in the kitchen or something like that. That's yeah. like, yeah. And yeah. they're good fun. I know the Dead or Alive game on 3DS was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Dimension. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Saw the fighting engine in it. Definitely. Uh. Switching gears to one more thing that Iwata said. Uh, Kotaku split this into like three separate blog posts on their site, which was smart in terms of hits, but kind of annoying in terms of like catching up on all the news. But um, they talked about Miiverse, and they talked about how it's interesting. Uh, The the takeaway I got is that Nintendo... Well, the takeaway Kotaku got was that Nintendo's building a social graph for gaming, using Miiverse. Social Graph, for those of you who may not be social media savvy out there, or for you, Jose, I don't know if, if, how much you know, but... Uh, I don't this. know what a Social Graph is. Social Graph, essentially what Facebook is doing, where it's like they want you to like everything, and they want you to, like, you know, use Facebook when you go to here, show what you're buying on this site with Facebook. All that flows into what they call their Open Graph, and that's like, a, they build this, like, idea of who you are, and your friends can tap, can tap into this information and see oh, you like this, you do this, and you go there type of thing. Like, you can import your Foursquare check-ins when you check into places and all that, and it builds this bigger profile of you. 
And it really shows, like, here's who you are, what you are, what you do, what you like. Obviously, you give them permission. And, uh, and the primary goal, they say, is to better help people connect and interact with friends and whatnot. And the social graph is kind of that idea of the open graph, but just for any site or any situation. So, like, Facebook's social graph is your real-life world where you have your friends of all varieties, whatever their hobbies, and you can learn more about them and interact with them and have your Spotify music be shared with them and that sort of thing. Uh, in Nintendo, on, like, uh, Twitter, for example, the social graph would be, like, your followers, who you follow, what you tweet about, your, uh, you know, how much poll you have on the site, like, how yeah. credible you are, all that. And then Twitter uses this information of, like, we have these people that do this sort of thing, and then they go there to kind of build up this idea of, like, people of this nature do this sort of thing and the, that, that sort of thing, and it helps you, con they can better help you connect to people and whatnot and improve follower suggestions and all that. That's all part of a social graph, which is just like building this huge network of information about people. Nintendo wants to do that sort of social graph for gamers. You want to specifically like look back at remember when we were actually when we were kids, they'd be like, "Oh, you go to the playground or whatever." And you're like, "Did you see that secret? Like, if you go behind the bush in Mario Three, and then you like, or behind that white block, and you're behind the bushes, and then there's a whole secret like all that, like sharing all that." Uh, he misses good that. Time. Yeah, he misses that sort of thing, or like. You're missing though. How do you get missing that? Like he misses specifically. He's, he's nostalgic for that. He's missing missing now. No, yes, he's missing missing now. He's nostalgic for all that, and he was saying that what Nintendo's hoping to do with Meverse is kind of create that on the internet because the internet exists, and obviously people share stuff. There's game facts, whatnot. I mean, that's kind of already. Well, yeah, there's that's game already kind of going on. Yeah, there's game facts and all that. But here's where Iwata thinks this social graph will come into play. The Meverse social graph. Uh... You have to seek that information out. The internet, as he put, it's not built for it. In the sense that if you want to go find secrets to Mar... New, if you want to find all the star coins in New Super Mario Bros. 2, which, by the way, they did an awesome job of hiding them in this game. Um, and even on the first level. I know, it's like, what? But anyway, uh, you have to go online, you have to go to Google, you have to go to GameFAQs, you have to type in I, you know, that you need this information. He I mean, wants Keep it, in mind, this is like, it's not necessarily that much effort. No, it's, it's not much effort, but his point is it shouldn't have to be something, I think... That has effort? Yeah, you shouldn't have... Like, when you go to school and your friend's like, hey, did you find the th secret behind the white block? No, 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 but the point is... find him first, no, but the that point, one friend that actually knows... No, 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 you, I'm saying you're not seeking it out. It's coming to you. There is something cool about when you're playing Mario at a friend's house, and he's like, check this out, and he just shows you, and you don't have to actually go seek that information out. You're not going, I want to so know the secret. It's not spoiled, per se. Like, oh, I wouldn't call it a secret a spoiler. Like, oh, it's like, oh, I wanted to figure all the secrets out by myself. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't call it a You didn't know. You're not my friend You anymore. didn't know Missing No existed. You didn't know you could go behind yeah, that yeah, white yeah. block. It's someone telling you that. That sort of thing. Or, like, even gameplay help. Just well, like, I think Missing No is different. I mean, I mean, yeah. No, you it, wouldn't have known Missing No. No, I know. It still applies, but that's kind of a glitch. Not like the flute thing well, yeah. in Mario. Not like the flute. Yeah. I mean, it's like, now I was like... Actually, I guess it was kind of like but it's the same like, idea like, oh, regardless the, of if it's a dark hole glitch regardless of if it's a glitch or a hidden feature or what you wouldn't know how to do any of that and have the fun of experiencing any of that if you didn't have the right group of friends and I you watch specifically compared it like to Facebook where he was like on Facebook you're not gonna go necessarily post he didn't say this but the message he said implied this you're not gonna go to Facebook and post like OMG I just found the flute like only about like a sliver of your Facebook friends will probably know what? Because you, you know, everyone friends pretty much everyone they've interacted with. So it's like only a sliver of them will actually care. You'll maybe get three likes or yeah, whatever. Yeah, even the friends I have that would 
Right. Play video games probably you wouldn't even get. Yeah. So like with Meverse, what Nintendo's trying to do is essentially build an, a social network for gamers by by a game company for gamers for this sort of thing. So you'll be going into the level, and it'll just be like, "Hey, there's a secret." Someone will post that or be like, "Check behind that white block." If you're playing like Mario Three or something, you know, it would. It's a way to. So let it's you... like those images that came out. Which not that long ago of New Super Mario Bros. U where it yeah. had the world map. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, and that's like, what I'm it's, like, it's like, oh, damn, that Koopa, I want to kill him so bad because it killed me. It didn't say Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, it'd but... be st- that sort of thing. It would just be as if you were talking about the game rant. Like, if you're at lunch with your friend in the cafeteria when you're a kid, and they're like, by the way, check out behind that white block. And it just, like, comes up organically. Oh, They're yeah. trying to recreate that organic. I can't wait way. to have so much fun with that. What? Can't wait to have so Yeah, it's gonna be cool. And yeah. here's the thing, I just want to be clear. Like, oh, I bet Jason's not gonna get this far. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I'm extrapolating a lot of this from what Iwas said. What he said specifically was they want to do like a social network for gamers. They want to make it like Facebook, but not everyone on Facebook, you know, will care about that sort of, or not like Facebook, but they know on people. Will they be linked together? No, probably yeah. not. But let me rephrase. They they want to make it a way that Facebook and whatnot is not built for sharing, for organically sharing game information easily, so they want to fill that void. So he also went on to say that, of course, they'll have traditional multiplayer features, head-to-head, that sort of thing. But uh, he's hoping that the Miiverse essentially will let gamers, no matter what they're doing, no matter who they're playing, even if they're playing by themselves in a single-player game, you still have that social aspect. There's still going to be people sharing tips with you and stuff. So even if you are playing, you know, the single-player mode in New Super Mario Bros. U, as you point out with the world map, you're still going to get friends that are going to be like, dude, did you see that secret? And you'll know to check it out. Yeah. Even if you never talk about it with them in real life, you still got that information. You still got to have that interaction. And the best part about that is, unlike local multiplayer, this is another thing he said, you don't have to be online at the same time. So if I'm playing it at 2 in the morning and then you're playing it at 4 in the afternoon, we still get to have that interaction. Which is what's kind of You're playing cool. at 2 in the morning? I'm hypothetical. I'm up that late when I don't have work. Playing video games. Actually, yesterday I was. I was oh. playing New Super Mario Bros. 2. Because I got a late start because I was putting together this very outline for this very podcast. All that, like, gathering yeah. all the news and whatnot. I was up super late, and I still wanted to play Mario, because I didn't get a chance to, so. Oh. Yeah, I don't give you enough credit. You really don't. Probably because you still haven't opened that Pokemon Black yeah, I will, eventually. But the one last thought I wanted to say, if it's cool, about this social graph idea for the Miiverse, is honestly, it sounds like the next step for online. If it has everything, say, Xbox Live has, it's almost as if, like, Xbox Live is, like, texting... Where it's like you have a one-on-one conversation with a person you target. You have a hundred friends on your friends list. You specifically want to play a couple of them. You send them a specific invite. You send them a specific message. You do a specific thing. You and them and some strangers who you don't interact with ever. And that's it, basically. Right? That's how PSN is, right? Yeah, basically. This is almost as if you take texting. Yeah, it really is texting. Well, that's like texting. PSN and Xbox Live. Then this, the Miiverse, following that logic, is like Twitter. Twitter originally started as texting for large groups and that became texting publicly and that became what it is now. So this, the Miiverse, is almost like the transition of texting to Twitter where it's like an evolution of the features and instead of just interacting with that close, closed circle of friends and that specific little mini social like social circle, you're interacting with the whole social graph. You're interacting with everyone. Your, your stuff will pop up everywhere should it, you know, should it be applicable. That's why, like, when the system starts up in the MiWarWar screen or whatever it's called, you see all those Mii's run into and show you the games that are currently popular. It's part of a bigger... It's the blogosphere of Nintendo, in a way. It's we, Twitter. It's what Twitter took texting into. It's the same idea, but, in my um, mind. 
is there did he ever mention or I guess we don't know yet is there actually be a division between like that me Wada Wada where like okay that's just every me that exists in the US or whatever region you're playing well it's only gonna but, be local it's gonna be a mix of friends and I know but that's like I mean I, I mean it's gonna I be so much geographic I mean I would assume and hope for feature or a way that you can only view your friends oh I'm sure there. I mean if you look at that video they released I mean, with the non-specific action figure or whatever his name is. You know that like five minute thing they showed. Yeah, well, that, that's because they like, showed a lot of friend to friend stuff. They showed messaging. Oh no, well that's because a lot because a lot of it looked kind of. Gen- I mean, the comments were generic enough for it to maybe be like a public feed. I have a feeling. It's, that's I'm not sure. I uh, well, messaging's in for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, the FIFA developers we talked about this two weeks ago. They said uh, in the last episode they said that they have messaging. Mm-hmm. And that taps into the Wii U friends list, so I imagine it's part of a bigger. No, and same system. thing with those um images of Mario that we mentioned to have like the oh, um, hmm? there's a secret in this level, blah blah. The, oh, the yeah. world, the world map. I one. don't know exactly. Like, I don't know if it's just like everyone around my the world guess, or just my guess friends. is it randomly pulls people from around the world. But your friends will have priority. If your friend posts something, that's guaranteed to be there. If you post something, if you post something and you give it, this is my guess. If you post something, you give it permission to be public. Assuming you have that choice, it could show up on some round ones, but it'll for sure show up on your friends, and it'll probably be marked as from a friend. It'll probably be a color hope... or have an icon or uh, something. I mean, you, I guess you also definitely have to have the option to like, go receive from public or. And they're not going to spam it. It's going to be like one or two probably per world or something minor. No. I don't know. It, Nintendo didn't talk that specific. And really, everything I said beyond Iwata, Iwata, keep, it's hard to break the old habit. Everything I said beyond him saying we have a social graph, we want to expand beyond just like what Xbox Live offers. And we want it to be like Facebook, but for gamers and built for gamers, was kind of ex- theory on my part based on what I said. I just kind of ran with it. Oh. Well, I'm sure we'll find out on September 13th a lot more about it at the Wii U event. But I think it's. I actually am very excited now that I've like heard this. I know it's like, oh no, it's not like Xbox Live, but it actually, it really does sound like the evolution of that concept. It sounds like more connected to the like broader gaming world. Than just oh look you're play it's like you're playing a friend in your in the same room except he's in a different city. This is really like the next step. This is like the social media fying of uh, of you know Xbox Live or PSN. What the next PSN and Xbox are gonna have? I'm sure it's gonna have a lot of similar stuff, and I'm sure they've been working on it just as long as Nintendo. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, R and D basically starts when you release the console. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, it's it's very potentially very cool, and I'm very excited. And see, I'm a social media junkie. I mean. What I do for a living involves the company I work at. We basically do a lot of social media stuff. So, yeah, I think the potential for this is huge. And I, I think it's really great that Iwata actually elaborated on this and this information is coming out. Like, it's, it's, um, because we were really in the dark until now. And I know when we originally talked about it, we were like, this is kind of silly. It's just like we're public still, status updates. We're, we're still in the dark. We're just but, a nightlight now. Yeah, exactly. But that nightlight was the like guiding nightlight. Like, it's the general theory behind yeah, what they're yeah. trying to do. So now we can figure out what they're trying to do and how well what their implementation actually matches what their goals are. And we can, you know, see where that goes. I'm done with my rant now. We should <laughs> go back to normal news. <laughs> Sad news, actually. Yeah. You want to take this one? Well. Just when I decided I wanted to subscribe to Nintendo Power, <laughs> they decided to discontinue it. After 24 years. Like, seriously? like 24 years. Sucks. I've been subscribing for 13 years. I've been quoted in Nintendo Power at least four times. Maybe three. A, a good chunk. It's weird to see it just go. Basically what happened, uh, Ars Technia leaked out the story and then Nintendo confirmed it. Um, 
Future, the current publisher of Nintendo Power, who has been publisher for a handful of years now, had to contract renewal with Nintendo, who they apparently are all... Nintendo's always difficult to work with when you're the press. That's always been the case. I mean, they're great. Like, they treat... Back when Random Nintendo was my own news site in high... Uh, game, or Nintendo News and Review site in high school, I actually got to work with Nintendo directly, and they are super... Or, well, PR. And they were super nice. They actually gave me a bunch of stuff to give away in contests. So they, they're great in that regard, but in terms of, like, sharing new information to keep everything very close to the chest... So that was kind of difficult for Future to make a magazine about Nintendo when Nintendo wouldn't tell them anything. <laughs> but in addition to that, um, they didn't seem very interested in renewing the contract. And Future's like, well, how about this? What if we do all these digital things? Because, you know, magazines are dying with the internet. So what if we do all these crazy digital initiatives and use the Nintendo Power brand that way? And Nintendo basically said, nah. uh So. And it's between that. the Nintendo Directs and all that other stuff, they feel they don't really need a magazine. I think that's really what it is. It's kind of like, kinda like why that. wait once every 30 days to bring news to fans when they can put it to YouTube and have 100,000 people know within six hours? Because you get awesome covers. I know. I'm really bummed because, like I said, I've been subscribing 13 years. Over half my life. Since January wow. 1999, I've been a subscriber. The Mario Party issue was my first one. Mario Party 1 was my first one. Damn. I know. It's kind of a bummer. And the thing is, Nintendo Power wasn't even doing that poorly i had 475,000 subscribers which isn't amazing and certainly lower than game informers 6 million subscribers oh wow but game Informer is actually in the top 10 magazines in all of the u.s it's a pretty good magazine all of the u.s top 10 wow. but that's probably because it's shoved down your throat when you go to GameStop. i know i remember you just wanted to get the i just wanted the, the, zelda, the, 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 the zelda one the zelda cover yeah, and, and you like, walked well, out with the subscription because they're like well for what was it for seven more dollars than the newsstand price for this one issue you can have them on I'm like well i guess if there's other nintendo ones in the future sure was, uh, so it, it was actually lapsing at the end of this month i'm not gonna renew i don't think but um oh. yeah and i mean it's a big enough deal that jimmy fallon made a monologue joke about it on a show the other night like this is like a legitimate like nintendo power is kind of an institution in pop culture yeah i mean like if you grew up in the 90s and ever played video games you knew of nintendo power it's the most it was, nostalgic thing for a lot of people yeah, yeah. so it's a bummer that it's gone Get the power. The good news... Did you say get the power? Oh, yeah, that was their... Yeah. Nintendo power. Yeah, they used to use power for everything. NES, now you're playing with power. Powers. Super Nintendo, now you're playing with super power. Was the Game Boy Portable power? I don't know. I don't think so. Pocket power? I don't know. But, um... Like colorful power. Colorful power. No, they... they powder. They, power. Powder. Power 64. <laughs> now you're playing with 64 degrees of power. No. <laughs> now you're playing with power cubed. Nah, yeah, they stopped And now that. we are playing with power. And, and now we you. will play power with you. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, um, the last issue is going to be in December. Uh, well, the definitely. December issue, which comes out early November. Definitely so they have a couple. One. Yeah, they have like two months to do something cool. And the senior editor of the magazine tweeted and then deleted the tweet, but he did tweet that they're going to try and do something special for the last issue. You know what I think they should do? You know how the first issue was that uh, Mario 2 clay, clay art cover? Like they created oh, Mario 2 in yeah, clay. With the, with the wrong color. Yeah. The, the final issue should totally be Mario Wii U. New Super Mario Bros. Wii U in clay. How awesome would that be to go for, bookend it with clay covers of Mario? That would be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool. I wouldn't be surprised if they do it, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. Yeah, I <laughs> it, it could go either way, really. They Some probably reason had I feel like it wouldn't occur to them. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're clever over there. I'm sure they are, but... It, yeah. So they're probably going to want to do something more like, oh, let's include as many characters in one cover yeah, as probably. possible and make it like a But how cool would it be if they bookended it with Mario sequel, Clay, Clay Mario sequel? Are they going to release like 10 magazines with 10 different covers? No, no. <laughs> if they're getting shut down, they don't have the money to do that. Unless they blow the rest of their budget on mm. that and only that. Yeah, I guess that also explains why 
think it was game yeah game informer i think they have like 10 or 12 of them like for e3 they have like one for every major game yeah because they have they a lot of money to work with and they can yeah. make them collectible yep. i'm happy i got the resident evil one i don't, know one I don't even remember what i got shows how much i read it which is a, it is a good magazine just well, I, I am way behind on my magazines i usually just read the reviews i mean yeah not, don't have an xbox that's like a third of the magazine yeah i have a ps3 but i'm only interested in a handful of games so that's like another half the weed barely there's not much for it to talk about besides reviews of top games the weed's so. dying right now pretty much as we wait for weed <laughs> yeah uh and well well you might only read this is a really bad transition but i'm going for it well you can't read nintendo power anymore and while you might only read a third of your Game Informer, and while I'm personally way behind in magazines, we have another thing to read. Oh. In, in, in their place. In you all the of their a- place. You mean the Ace Attorney manga that's been coming out? No. But sure. Speaking of which, Professor Layton, let transition on hold. Let's, uh, <laughs> Professor Layton and Ace Attorney. They have a crossover game. It's still alive. It's still alive. It's not only alive, its development is, this is the funniest wording I've ever heard for game development. The development's at its climax. Oh. It's peaking. It's about ready to be done. In Europe, right? No, no, no. In Japan. Oh, yeah, there, there, yeah. Production is yeah. done in general. Local Professor Layton, we still don't know about Yeah, it. Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney was announced like a year ago. It's a crossover game. That's all we knew. We still know nothing except it's climaxing. Yeah. So Looks amazing, though. Hopefully that means it's coming We've soon. We've seen gameplay, images, videos, but we still don't know if it's going to be in English. Yep. Even though they... Oh, yeah, I think Europe is safe. Because remember they... The name per, Professor Layton versus Phoenix. Yeah, it's been it's a, been copyrighted. Yeah, it's like official. Now. It's 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 happening. It's just a matter of when. But it's nice to see they're wrapping up. Well, finally. consider we're getting later at the end of this year. It won't be this year for sure. No, no, later like Mask of Miracles. No, I know. I'm saying. Oh, so yeah, so that um, rules out Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney until next year. I think yeah. they do about one a year. And even if we, I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if Ace Attorney Five is still in like. They're probably still figuring out the plot, so... Quite honestly, if they release Ace Attorney 5 any time around Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney, that's stupid of them because they're cannibalizing their own sales. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't even think they can. Someone, well, who's, like... someone who's only an Ace Attorney fan will buy Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney if that's what's available. If they can get Ace Attorney 5 or this bizarro spin-off crossover thing... I'd get both. They would, you would get both, but if someone only has the money for one, they're probably going to go with the core franchise. Unless they're a fan of... Yeah. yeah. So if they're smart, they're going to space them out. Yeah, I mean, they definitely don't have a choice. I mean, the other one, like basically just got announced yeah and that was basically it exactly but anyway back to my transition transition unpaused yeah so if you haven't had anything to read <laughs> so if, you have, if you need more to read uh the zelda anthology encyclopedia ginormous thingy that revealed all the timeline information about the three separate timelines in japan is coming the, to america you mean the hyrule historia yes it's coming to america with the name of hyrule historia still it's being uh published by dark horse comics it's gonna be over two people that brought us Hellboy and Usagi. Sure, that's all I know. I don't even know that much, though. So. It's by, it's by who Hellboy. Is. I know who Hellboy is. I know it's a Dark Horse property. Oh, Usagi. You know what Usagi is? Yeah, but I don't know. It's a. Da- oh, I didn't know they yeah, were Dark Horse. Little horsey. Yeah, I see that now. Yeah. But how convenient that you just have all these things here. You have how draw Nintendo books and that. And... Well, I like to keep everything close by, just in case. Even though you don't know if we're talking about them. you, just bring you bring everything with you every time. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, I do. Yeah, I do. But anyway, it's coming to the U.S. in January of next year. The 29th, I think, is the date. And oh, it's yeah. going to be sold for 35 officially. But Amazon is letting you pre-order it now for only $21. And people are... Yeah, I pre-ordered it, as did you. It's a must-buy. Yeah, no, if you're a Zelda fan, it has um, exclusive manga from some major manga guy. 
forwards by uh, Miyamoto and I believe Anuma, who's the head of the Zelda franchise in at Nintendo and other cool stuff. The, the timeline, time. concept art from all the games. Which brought out the weirdest time I remember, like, for the longest time, like, the split timeline was, like, the most, like, accepted timeline. And but I, then Nintendo was all like, all right, that is part of the timeline, but no, here's a... He's yeah, like, it's like, here's three separate timelines. Yeah, like, all oh, stem from one. It yeah, was... the one that, like, no one even thought coming, like, it's just a timeline where if Link failed. Yeah, if he failed an Ocarina of Time. Whoa, my water bottle went flying. Just the thought of Link I mean, failing like, was guess... so traumatizing, I threw my water bottle. No, um... It, I mean, I guess that's... It, but I guess it explains a little bit. It's like a yeah, it's like scenario. if Ocarina of Time did not end <laughs> how it should. If that ending cinematic did not happen and instead he died, Link... Then here's what happens in the world of Zelda. It's this crazy. Brings up all these new possibilities for games. Like yep. maybe a game where Bowser took over the Mushroom Kingdom. Like, oh, that's the case if Mario failed in the first game. Well, it's a little different. Mario's a little doesn't have as deep of a story. But no, I, same, know. I see what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe Metroid. Could no, I, oh no. If, if, if that did happen in Mario, the game would end with Mario waking up. And yep. Yeah. Isn't that how a lot of Mario's end? Mario Two, the unofficial Mario Two, Lost Levels. No, the Doki Doki Panic one. Oh oh oh, gotcha. Which means Bird right, doesn't exist, all dreams, Daisy yeah. doesn't really exist. Yeah. Everything's just... A... No, Daisy exists. She, she's... From that place. No, so Daisy's from Mario Oh, Land. you're right. New Mario Brothers 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, it was just Shy Guy and... Shy Guy and Birdo. Birdo, yeah. And those little birds that ride on the magic carpets. Are they the only ones that survived? Shy Guy and Birdo are the only two big ones, yeah. Anyway, Hyrule's Historia, only 21 bucks on Amazon, and the and it's interesting because everyone seized that opportunity. It became the best-selling book on Amazon. The right, day it came it out. Fifty it Shades out, of Grey. Yeah, it outsold Fifty Shades of Grey, which is crazy. Which, I, which by the way, a, I've heard is a horrible, horrible book. Like, really bad writing. It's basically... I just heard it's a romance... It's a romance novel. For, it's a rom- it's mommy it? porn, is what they've been dubbing it. It's a romance novel, but it's like S&M themed. <laughs> I'm not okay. Mm. That explains a lot of weird stuff I've been reading. Yeah, it's it's supposedly really badly written too, but people, but mommies are eating it up, so that's that. Yeah. But yeah, so Hyrule Story, if you haven't pre-ordered it, go to Amazon.com and definitely do that. It's 250 pages, full of concept art, super cool, from what I've heard about the Japanese one, and Nintendo, I believe, is handling the translation themselves, so it should be accurate. And lastly, for news, for what's up with Nintendo, I, I personally, I don't know if you hate this or not, but I like to shed light on weird things Nintendo does every so often. The random of random Nintendo, if you will. Why wouldn't I? For example, Bieber, in a, Bieber promoting the 3DS in his music video. Here's a new one. Penelope Cruz and her sister dressing up, or well, playing New Super Mario Bros. 2, and then Penelope Cruz dressed as Mario with a mustache, speaking gibberish Italian nonsensical words. Pretty racist. I wouldn't say it's racist, no, no, it's but it's interesting. And Nintendo, this is a British Nintendo ad. We have a link on the site. Why do they always get the best commercials? Because Nintendo's UK division seeks out all these celebrities to do all these clever it's commercials. Like you should have gone on the Robin Williams one for I, Yeah, for Zelda. I can't believe we I am shocked. And Nintendo even put it on I'm their UN. They even... <laughs> I'm shocked and appalled. <laughs> they even... I am horrified at the thought. Now, they even um, put... Flabbergasted even. They even put the Robin Williams one on YouTube, on Nintendo of America's YouTube, and even swapped out... Wait, the, how did we watch it then? It was on the British YouTube channel. You can access all of it. There's just I know. I thought it stopped with the official... Yeah, Nintendo UK. Oh, alright. Yeah, which is where the Penelope Cruz one is. But, um, yeah, they even swapped out the Peggy rating to the ESRB rating. Yeah. And everything. Like, it was, like, ready to air. They just didn't air it. But, um... Yeah, for this one, it's only on Nintendo UK right now. 
we have a link if you go to ramtown.com if you're not already there episode 23 going for the gold scroll down to the news links it's the last one in the news links it's a direct link to the youtube page where you can watch the video but basically penelope cruz and her sister are playing music mario Bros. 2 and then she dresses as mario and because she loses because she loses and it shows off the 3ds xl one of them has red one of them has blue of course and of course their clothing matches the color system they have because they don't notice that yeah i noticed well, <laughs> just because I noticed these things, but yeah, it it uh, it's a really clever ad. It actually gained a lot of traction. I think it popped up on like Yahoo's homepage or something. Like I it's... know, because of that, um, IGN made this article like, oh, let's just like Photoshop. Yeah, Photoshop mustaches. mustaches on everyone. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing this like picture. Like, oh, must have been a slow week on Reddit. Yeah, I mean on IGN, saw that on Reddit. It, it, that would be a normal week on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, it's just like, it's this crazy ad. It makes perfect sense for him to do it. She's, you know, a big name. She was in the Pirates movies recently. And that Way Young movie, uh, Vicky Barcelona or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah. But no, she's like a big actress, so it's a big grab. And it's a pretty clever commercial. And she doesn't look too bad, which helps. No. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that pretty much, on that awkward note, that wraps it up <laughs> for the What's Up With Nintendo part. Of course, we're just scratching the surface here because now we have impressions of the biggest game of the summer for Nintendo and the relaunch of sorts of the Nintendo 3DS with the new and extremely awesome 3DS XL. So should we start with the system and then do the game? Or should we start with the game and then do the system? So we start with the system because, I mean, we've already touched on the system many times. So. Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, we played it at Comic-Con, as mentioned previously. In, in uh, If you want to hear our initial impressions, Comic-Con craziness, and then we answered your questions about it and your questions answered which was the episode after that, both of which are over at randomtown.com. Or if you're on iTunes, if you're listening to iTunes, uh, if you go to our page on iTunes, they are in the most recent 10. I'm just plugging everything. Gotta plug it up. So, now that I, I bought, as we said at the start of the show, I was gonna wait for silver. And then I caved, because I'm a sucker for Nintendo. So I bought the blue. And Thank a couple you. thoughts. A couple thoughts. System size. Pocketability. It is huge. But... It's only when you're open and playing. It's only when it's open and you're playing it that it's huge. When you have it in your pocket, its size is not a whole lot different in terms of thickness than the. Uh, nor- it's wider, but it's not much thicker. It's actually thinner than the slightly than the normal 3ds. So pocketability is definitely pocketable. Um, it's very soft to the touch. This is these are such rare brushes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it's like this nice matte yet gloss. It's like a matte. Smooth. I, it's it's not as like rough matte as the DSi. It's a very smooth matte feeling. The outside has an extra smoothness. The inside's almost like it almost feels like the plastic of like a Xbox 360 controller. Kinda. I, it's like yeah. it has like this kind of like grip to it almost. It's it's really nice, and I really like this. is so minor. I really like how they uh, all the lights on the system, like the Street Pass and notification light, the power light, the charging light, all those. If you were calling the DS light, there are these neat little curved slivers of light. They brought those back. They're not just boring squares like on the 3DS. But, but they bulge out and look like little gems. But you don't need them to bulge out on the 3DS XL because they curve with the system's curve. Oh. And you can see the light when it's open when it's closed. The light mm. follows the curve. To curves. I'm not attracted to this. <laughs> but thanks for thanks for. Yeah, it's because you get pointing out all the curves. Well, because it's very curvy. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the original 3DS, it's a box boxy system with the weird three cake design, which isn't bad. But this just feels like a more complete, solid, curvy thing. It's also has a good weight to it. Okay, now to the real impressions. I'm sorry, I've been stalling. The that was me opening it. First of all, I didn't notice this Kakan is three different uh, 
like stuck at this open level saying i don't know what to call it opening settings you could put it anywhere you want but it will click once and it's like a laptop almost where it's slightly more than 90 degrees open so you want to watch netflix on your chest yeah so if you want to watch netflix on your chest exactly you just rest it on your chest uh and it'll be pretty much standing up straight the top screen if you click it one more time it's the say it's how the 3ds normally is when you open it and if you click it last time you get the uh completely flat two so screens. when you're so when you're playing you want second click usually that's how the that's the 3DS, the normal no, 3DS no, no, I mean, is like, first click. When would you use the fully extended one? I have no idea. Whoever uses the fully extended one on the 3DS, they just, original, they just left the option there. Hmm. The fully flat one, yeah. Uh, as for cool features, or not cool features, it's very comfortable to hold. Extremely comfortable. It doesn't, I did not get any cramps, as I said was the case at Comic-Con, but now that I've played it for a long period of time, no cramps whatsoever. Buttons are, the D-pad has like a squishy yet cricky feel. I don't know how to describe it, but... These impressions are so bad. So I'm going to cut to the chase to the one thing that's weird. Two things. Well, one thing, it's not even weird. The screen is gigantic. It doesn't look gigantic when it's closed. But when you open it, it's like you're literally sucked into the world. Like, with the 3DS normal, it's like you're looking at a diorama. With this one, because the screen takes up so much more of your field of vision, it's really like you're looking down a hallway or something. Like, it, it's really nice. And the touchscreen, I mean, you were playing with my XL, and you, were, you even said the touchscreen's ridiculously huge looking, right? Yeah, just... But not, like, obnoxiously huge. Just, it's big. Well, like, in a really nice way, it's like, well, it's like a lot of real estate to draw on. And it's really nice. And the other thing, yeah, it's it's a awesome. So this one, in a way, this is what the 3DS should have been. Maybe not in size, but in styling. From the beginning? And, yeah. Like, it should have been that not, No, not in size. This, in terms of... Sorry, I'm skipping around with these impressions. But this, in terms of the build, and the design, and the material used, and whatnot, I feel like this would have been a better 3DS. If it was smaller. However, I also love how huge it is. I would have been fine if this was a normal 3DS at this size, honestly. One thing that's hugely different, it really, like, when I played, I went back to my 3DS afterwards, the, it felt like I was going from, like, an iPad to an iPod Touch, or, like, an uh, iPod to an iPod Mini. Like, it felt like a 3DS Mini. It felt so tiny and, like, toyish, and oh. <laughs> it's weird. And this is only after playing this for, like, a day. It, it was bizarre. But uh, a couple things I did want to mention. The other thing about the screen that I was starting to say, uh, it's warmer. The pa- the color palette is definitely a warmer palette. So it almost gives, well, with the original 3DS, it's very, I just opened it again. With the original mm-hmm. 3DS, it's very uh, cool palette. Everything kind of has a, hue, a bluish hue or like it's super white almost. Like if you look here, let me open your 3DS, okay? Yeah. Like if you look, Jose, Ooh, vouch. Yeah, I wonder what it was. Vouch for me here. There's definitely almost not like a blue hue, but it's very cool coloring, right? Like if you look at that and then look at this. This one's almost yellow. Yeah, there's kind of a yellow to it. Yeah, that the yellow, that's what I was going to say. At first glance, because the 3DS XL has that yellowish tinge, you're almost like, wait, it's yellow. It's not supposed to be. Like this looks like super like white to the point of also bluish tint to the white. Well, it's Spot Pass for me to come over the zoo. Why didn't I get that? Oh, I'm on your Wi-Fi. That's why. Oh, you're right. Well, anyway, the point was, um, the 3DS itself, you don't notice it because that's what you're used to, but it's kind of a cool coloring, and this one's kind of a warm coloring, so it definitely has a slight yellow tint to it when you're on the um, system menu, because that's normally, you're used to like a very pure white, and now it's like a slightly off-white. Interestingly, when you go from 3D to 2D, the yellow becomes slightly more pronounced. See? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could definitely tell when you turn the 3D off. But... Here's what's strange. The other colors are more vibrant as a result. 
how the, how a warmer screen works is it basically it brings out the richness of colors so that yellow tint is actually making other colors pop more if that makes sense and I, i'm not I'm, this is based on what i've read about the oh. color hues but i've noticed it a little like uh some games definitely feel like it might just be the bigger screen and the fact i'm getting sucked in through the like bigger 3d view like i was saying but it definitely feels a little more like like it has a little more pop to it which yeah. i assume is due to the the screen being warm versus cool hmm. i mean like even if you look at here are you on your system menu Oh, uh, you just. I just want to get your take on this. Look at the DS download play option. Where? Let me see this. Do oh, it. I see it. The system one. Where is it? Did you put it all the way at the very? Oh, it's in a folder, huh? No download. Download play. The download play. Icon. Oh yeah, it should be under worthless apps. Or my worthless one. Should is it a W? Watch. Oh. Radical apps. Oh. Under R. I really hate how their folders only have one letter. This is captivating stuff. So, okay. Look at that icon. There's a gradient on the download play. This is so nitpicky. There's a gradient on the download play icon, right? Um, a slight gradient. Um, yes. Look how much more pronounced it is on here. The colors are... There's definitely a bigger color difference. Bottom screen, bottom screen, bottom screen. The icon. Oh, the icon. Look better. at the gradient on the 3DS. It has a little bit of a gradient. You can see it going from one shade to another shade. But on the 3DS XL, it goes to like four different shades. Notice it? Kind of, yeah. I guess it's yeah. bigger. I mean, it's, not even it's just kind of like whitish at the top and like dark orange in the bottom. But Yeah, but if you... Yeah, but I feel like maybe I'm just going crazy. Maybe it's placebo. But I definitely feel like there's a little more color spectrum on these warmer screens. It's definitely warmer though. There's no doubt. So if you don't like, if you really like the cool white of the current 3DS, you might be kind of caught off guard by the yellowiness of the warm 3DS XL screen. But sounds like something that you can't adjust yourself to. Yeah, no, I got used to it after like five minutes. It's and it's really a nice system. I'm very happy with the purchase. If you're looking, if you need to buy a 3DS and you don't have one, go XL. It's worth the extra couple thirty dollars, which but is still it, cheaper than what it originally. Yeah, was. which is still fifty dollars cheaper than the launch price of the DS, 3DS. But if you want. But if you want, um, if you want to upgrade, honestly, go play one for yourself. I think it was worth the upgrade, but I think everyone's got a slightly different opinion on it. So, that's my spiel about the 3S XL. Sorry, it was kind of scattered. As I just, as I was looking at system, new things popped up. One thing worth mentioning is file, system transfer was really painless. It's silly that in an age where you can buy an iPhone and an iPad and an iPod Touch and have all your apps download to all three at once, or you can have a PS3 with your app, you know, with your games download to each every time you download to it when you log in like it's silly that nintendo forces you to fully move a system over to another system i transferred everything successfully but then my original 3ds wiped itself to factory settings and i couldn't stop that Uh it forced it and some people i've been reading have had a few issues where i had to re-download eShop games like the license was there but they couldn't get them yeah or that some of the save data didn't get through but they still got their game yeah exactly that sort of thing so the system that's transfer thing it took like half an hour to transfer so the whole thing in principle is silly that you can't have multiple devices because every other service, Apple, Android, Sony, Microsoft even, I think, gives you access to all that. But with that said, if you want to sit it, sit down for 30 minutes and let it do its thing, it's pretty seamless and it's pretty simple and it's pretty great. It's My system thinks it's still an ambassador system, for example. Like, it still thinks it's a launch system, so that's cool. And you still have the same number of StreetPass tags. And same StreetPass tags, same photos because they're on the sd card 
same, not like I took that many, same, uh, ever, same play log, everything transfers. Everything. Oh, I see. Settings. The log, the log was the thing you care most about. Yeah, the activity log is still there. The settings are still there. The order of your icons is still there. It's literally like when I finished and I turned the system and the system rebooted itself. Is that to unwrap stuff? No. It's literally as if you never... When I opened the system right after transferring it, like turned it back on, it acted as if it was the old system. It didn't... Except it was bigger. Everything yeah. was exactly the same. It was really awesome. It's it kind of like a whoa moment. Like, I didn't have to do anything. All my folders were still organized the same way. All my demos, all my videos, everything transferred. Sweet. Very cool. And also, Pikmin do the transferring, which is awesome. They literally scamper across That's the That's a screen. nice random feature. Yeah, they scamper um, uh, on the system that's receiving the data. They scamper back and forth and pick up little tiles that represent percents. And, and the percent is written. Instead of a loading bar, like it's like 25%, and they plop tiles in front of it. And then when that's full, they pick up those tiles and move them to 50%. And the percentages of, are, of course, because they're Pikmin written in flowers. Oh. And of course, the whole time they're doing their little picnic as they run around, and it's 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 very Nintendo, Nintendo-y and cutesy, but it's it's pretty neat. Yeah, they can't just have a simple loading bar. Nope, of course not. Uh, and also, uh, when you're doing the transfer, both systems play music that kind of like works together. Like one will do most of the music, and the other will do like ambient noise that fits in with the music. Like they match and do extra sound effects and stuff. It's neat. I put a lot of thought into that. They did. If only they put thought into the whole idea of system transferring in the first place. I should have been able to have both of these run all my games. Like, on all my downloads. It shouldn't have been a either system. And it's super annoying that if I go back to my 3DS now, it's like I just bought the thing. Like, it has none of the features it used to. Oh, you still have five more system transfers, so... That is true. And also, the tar the system that receives the system transfer, in this case the XL, loses whatever's on there already. So it came with Swap Note, which is fine, because I have. But it also came with, like, a downloaded version of Dinosaur Office, that Nintendo video series. Yeah. Deleted the Dinosaur Office. So... I don't really care that much, but for people that might like Dinosaur Office, it kind of sucks. Yeah. That's my spiel on the uh, 3DS XL. Highly recommend it. Uh, definitely better than the 3DS in terms of build and whatnot. Um, Mario is Mario. here. New Super Mario Brothers 2. You want to go first? Oh, man. Freaking Nintendo. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they get me excited. About a Mario game, I had no interest at all. Yeah, you all were, you for literally the last few while, for literally, like, whoa, sorry, I just hit the whole table. It's, it's, this is a mess now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the mic just, like, picked up, like, the loudest, they, they probably think there's an earthquake right now. There yeah. is not, I'm just kicking things. Um, no, but, it, it, yeah, you were complaining for quite a while yeah, about I remember. how you have no hype about this game or don't care about yeah, it. Yeah, like, I was, yeah, just like, oh, it's just more of the same... But, I don't know, just, as time came closer, I just started thinking, like, okay, those, the same wasn't really bad. I remember, like, playing the hell out of New Super Mario Bros. Wii, and, mm -hmm. oh, and then just the idea of co-op, and really wanted to play the whole game through with my brother, and finding the secrets was fun. Speaking of which, he downloaded it, right? Yeah, he downloaded it. How was that experience? Was it, like, pretty seamless? How long did it take? It downloaded pretty fast. Like, in did less, he do it, like, like, right at midnight? Yeah, like, less than Probably half an hour. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad at all, for how big it is. Yeah, that, it's actually interesting because in uh, Japan, only 5% of people who bought New Super Mario Bros. 2 did as an eShop download. Which makes sense because in a lot of cases, like, oh, I want my retail game. I want my box. Especially if they get the nice box with like, yeah. the indents and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I noticed some. Um, but I was going to oh, add I, a side note to that and then I'll let you. I, I, Sorry, I don't know what website. I forgot it. what website. I think it was exact. It was a Canadian website, but they they have steelbooks for like, Yeah, they give us steelbooks. They look really nice. Yep. But then I realized that they did it for every game. Like they have them from Mario Tennis for yeah, like random games. But oh. 
Oh yeah, the other thing I was gonna say though. Europe, just, I'm jealous of Europe though. So. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, the other thing is interestingly the new brain age for 3DS in Japan, which is called like Onitor over there or something like that. Uh, its download rate was 20% of all sales. So it really depends on the game. It makes sense. A game like Brain Age, which obviously you want on your system at all times, and it's, you know, more like an... It's more down- appish. It's yeah. more appish. That's going to have a higher download rate. Just thought that was interesting. Just throwing it out there. But anyway, Mario. Yeah. So you're happy with it, it seems. Oh, yeah. Very. Really, 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 really loving the, the coin rush mode. Yeah, that's... Never thought I'd have Super so much cool. fun playing the same level Dude, over intense. and over and over. And you keep trying to beat your score. And, like, I mean, I was setting up my first coin rush. And I got, like, a really low score. And I'm like, I'm just going to do this again. Because you, you get how coin rush works, as we've discussed in past episodes before the game came out, is uh, you have three levels back to back to back. You get one life to complete all three. And then that's it. You're done. If you die, if you run out of time. You have 90 seconds at the start of each level. But you can extend your time at the halfway point. But that if you lose those 90s, if you die before when time, if you run out of time or if you hit anything or fall through anything, you're done. You have to restart. Originally, I thought you only get one shot and that's it forever. But you can actually go back and try and improve that same three-run streak. So, like, it gets addicting. I mean, you were saying this kind of, but I... Even just saying up my first one, like, I was getting, like, really low coin counts. So I was like, okay, I need to keep doing this. I did it for, like, an hour. Literally an hour, just trying to get a high enough coin count, and it still isn't high as it's yours, but that's beside the point. I know, it's really fun just, like, it's finding ways to, like, squeeze out every last coin. Like, I actually, I think probably my biggest turnoff to Mario Bros. 2 in the beginning was the fact that it revolved around the coins. It seemed like a super gimmicky feature that wasn't necessary. Yeah, like, I was thinking, like, oh, I don't even like doing that in the normal, normal Mario games. Like, lives, I mean, coins became so obsolete. Like, you get yeah. so many lives, the game wasn't the most challenging it was really fun but yeah you almost never die and this one like i don't just collecting coins even when i'm not playing coins it just seems so fun and it's weird because yeah it's weird because like they did such a good job of all these extra ways you can get coins like uh yeah. you hit a block and the block ends up on your head and then you get coins just running around like it just adds to the tally or like uh there's these gold rings like the red rings where you jump through and you have to collect eight red coins there's these gold ones and every enemy turns to gold and they have all these crazy setup basically set up shell tracks for you to do like you get a koopa you threw it you throw it a certain direction and you keep up with it and it'll go like these piles of enemies and yeah and then goomba like every consecutive goomba will just give you more that many more coins yeah and, then, spew out yeah. Thing and, and they have pipes yeah. that will shoot out gold coin it's it's really it seemed gimmicky and it seemed kind of unnecessary but it's actually very fun and a nice twist on the like it's different it's not revolutionary by any means but it does add a little extra something to the to the game Definitely. In terms of, uh, what was I going to say? In terms of graphics, it, I feel like it looks more like Mario Wii than it does Mario, New Super Mario Bros. Wii than it does New Super Mario Bros. DS. Like, when you're in the castles, they have particle, fire particle effects, just like in the Wii version. It's just kind of nice. Yeah, it looks really nice. And Which is, it, I don't know, like, I also remember just, like, all oh, the graphics, like, oh, they look just like Mario Bros. Wii, but then, I remember, I remember when I was in Mario Bros. Wii, I really liked how it looked. It just looked like a nice game. Yep. And when my brother booted it up, because he downloaded it, so... And I right, the physical. So, so you had it... Yeah, I just remember, like, looking like, wow, this looks really good. Like, yep. This looks like a really good game. I it mean, does. And then I went back to look at the DS one, and I'm like, wow. This, yeah, the this, DS wow. one's super simplistic. Uh, it's interesting, the 3D effect, we said in our Comic-Con impressions that it was barely noticeable. I didn't notice at the time, the 3D effect is actually a depth of field effect. If you raise or lower the slider, the background moves further back or closer and gets blurrier the further back it goes. Just like if you did a depth of field sort of photo where up close is clear and the back is all fuzzy. So it's really cool because, like, 
if you go full 3D, it's bl- it's definitely blurry in the back. Yeah, but it makes but it, it looks feel, deeper. Yeah, it feels yeah. like it's really, really far away. Or if you prefer, yeah, or if you prefer 2D or have it right up at the very bare minimum 3D, you suddenly see all this detail in the background. Like, there's textures on things. Like, for example, I was in uh, one of the castle levels, and I was playing with the 3D slider. When it's up very close to 2D, or at 2D, you see individual bricks and lighting on the bricks. When it's in 3D, it's just like a blur of a column. Like, full 3D, max 3D. So I actually found that in this case, having it halfway, the slider halfway up is actually the best. Because you get a little blur, but you still get the detail. Yeah. But it's a very cool effect. Every that, once in a while, depending on the level, I might like just put it up all the way. Or yeah. Like, like, the desert, I just put it up all the way, because, I mean, they're just the same Yeah, you only see. Yeah, exactly. But it's definitely, it's a cool effect, and it's a nice, different effect for 3D on the 3DS. Like, Nintendo, you know, they did, like, the look. It's like you're look, you're peering in a window, like Mario 3D Land, or or that sort of thing. But this is a clever alternate way to do 3d like there is a background but it's definitely in the back like pushed back and the further back it goes the more blurry it goes because in real life it will look blurry yeah or in photos i mean it will look blurry so i mean i know like people like very few people were excited disappointed that 3d didn't take any part in like the gameplay Mm -hmm. of the game but honestly it doesn't have to i mean i think that's the direction Nintendo's going in with the 3ds i mean we said it in an earlier episode that i water iwata has specifically mentioned that 3D is not going to be a system seller anymore for their next handheld, but will probably be included. To them, it's no different than having a Rumble Pack or something. The first couple years, every game like used the Rumble Pack in all these crazy ways on the N64. Like Star Fox used it absurdly rumbly. Like you beat a boss and it rumbles for like 20 seconds straight. No, <laughs> That's no. a little exaggeration. It's like six seconds, but you know. And over time, it just became a natural part of the experience. And it, when it was used, it made sense, but it wasn't like a defining feature. Yeah. I think that's how 3D will be. It makes sense to have depth of field. It's not a defining feature. It doesn't have any gameplay implications, but it makes sense. Just like the Rumble Pack doesn't have gameplay implications. It just is there and makes it's sense. Rumble. Exactly. So that's yeah. my take on it. But um, one nagging thing about New Super Mario Bros. 2. Also, um, the world... Ta- this is kind of annoying. They, they implied in, Iwa- in Iwata asks that there would be regional comparisons of coin totals. They are not in the game. I don't know what happened there. Maybe they meant you can make your own regional ones, but oh, they only I... have one global total from what I've seen. Is that what the spot patch you just got? I don't know. Because um, I just opened the game, and then it says, like, the total coin count is blah, 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 and then it went to the main menu. Did it not say regional? I don't know. Because, yeah, when you're, on the home, when you're on the main menu, it shows your personal coin count, and then it'll spot pass you random global totals. But I don't think, because that's what that's I don't think it does regional like it's supposed to. <laughs> or like it was originally... And interestingly, why don't they have leaderboards? They could totally do spot pass online leaderboards of coin totals from individual users. Like, there's so many things they could have done with the coin totals that they didn't do. Makes me think, obviously, they were rushing this out a little. They needed it out for 3DS XL. They needed it out for Mario U. But I wonder, like, if they had more time and could, like, sit and come up with clever ideas of online. Imagine if they did a leaderboard by region, a leaderboard by user, a leaderboard by city, a leaderboard by state. Like, there's all sorts of cool things they could have done with the coin counts. So... It's a little disappointing that it's only a global total, but the concept of collecting yeah, all the coins... in-game to access it yeah, as right now. I see. But the, the concept um, of coins is super cool. I just wish they fleshed it out a lot more. Yeah. Also, online co-op would have been awesome, but I understand lag would have been weird. Which reminds me, speaking of lag, co-op in this, where you do two players on two different DSs, is really fun, but I feel like they added an extra millisecond to the you got a power up you die da 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 freeze frame you know what I'm talking about where like if you're playing multiplayer and it freezes for a split second when you get an item or someone or you die or whatever and everyone freezes this one feels like slightly longer to the point that I was like screwing up my jumps and stuff 
Like, I, I, like I don't know. It, maybe it's my I imagination. I guess it, well... It like, could be my imagination. It just struck, at, well, it I mean, just stuck I mean, out to me. Well, you're probably right, but I mean, uh, I, I guess it never bothered me. Which, interestingly, Actually, I had the same complaint when we played Mario U, and I, we were talking Mar- about it on the Comic-Con episode. Uh, I said the exact same thing where it feels also, like they extended you, it. You also said the same thing from Mario Bros. Wii. I think that... I did? I don't yeah. think I did. Yeah, I remember when we would always play... Like, well, no, we I said, does it freeze like that? Because I didn't even know it. When you play single player, you don't notice it does that split second freeze. No, it, In it, multiplayer, I noticed. It, 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 like, it, does it freeze like that? Yeah, but now I'm saying it seems to be freezing slightly uh, longer. It's always done it. If anything, I think it's been shorter. Yeah. It's not the same. Oh, well, then I'm just crazy. Yeah, the only one that doesn't do it on the Super Mario Lands right. that I noticed it doesn't freeze at all. I just remember right. it being kind of annoying in Super Mario Brothers Wii because when you have four people and all four of them get items, you yeah, don't move. It's like, like, you don't move for a good, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean... But I am yeah. I am really, um, just to jump back to Mario 2, besides the uh, lack of really fully utilizing the coin counting feature and doing leaderboards and stuff, I do really enjoy the game. I do wish, though, that they toned down the music slightly. It's oh, like, the, it's, like okay. All the Mario games had that da 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 song. All the new Mario game games. Got like, every new Super Mario Bros. has got that. Got like happy steroids. Right? Yeah, this one's like on steroids. It's like instead of you know they've always had like a ba ba where the crowd does it or like you know a choir. Yeah. This one, the little crowd and choir does the entire ba da 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 da. So it's like take that and layer it six times and it's have like that playing. It's like high pitched acapella. Yeah, and have that playing like every one in every three levels for the whole game, presumably. I haven't gotten to the whole game, so I don't know. But I imagine it keeps going. It's not bad. It's just kind of like, oh my god, this is... Like, the first time you hear it, it's like, this is kind of ridiculous. But then as you keep hearing it, you're like, oh god, it just doesn't <laughs> stop. That's the one thing, actually, with the game so far that I'm surprised about, is most of the music is just redone versions of the um, other games' music. All the music is. There's no, there's new, no new music? There's no new music in the entire game. That's a little disappointing. At all. That's a little disappointing. Especially because, like, they, can they not, all. like, bring out Koji Kondo, the guy that made the original Mario music, to just, like, make a new song every so often? I mean, I kind of spoiled the ending for myself. Oh, yeah, you watched the, the final boss fight. Yeah, and then, like, I'm like, oh, maybe the final boss song would be everything. Nope, it's the exact same one from Mario Bros. Wii. That's disappointing. I can't help but feel that between... I mean, obviously the game's polished. I haven't, like, run into a major I mean, problem. level design... Level design's yeah. awesome. They actually had a different team than usual doing it, and Iniwa asks... They I really saying, like the fact that they added levels to the warp cannons that are just yeah. warping there. You go to, like, this crazy, like, night like, night outlined thing. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of World, was it? World 3 or 4? The Snow World from Mario 1 in the All-Stars version of it. Maybe where, like, so. it's like everything's, like, outlined in white. Oh! It's okay. like that. It's like that. But, um... What was I gonna say? I keep dropping this water bottle. I should just like throw it somewhere because I keep making thuds during the recording. Anyway, what I was gonna say is that um, what was I saying? Yeah, I feel like while I asked in the interview, they said that this actually new team of developers is almost like a Mario school where they're like, here, create levels based on what you know of Mario, and then kind of put them together and made the game. So it's a different team. The Wii one, the Wii U one, is what's being worked on by the Wii and DS teams, from my understanding. And the Wii and the 3DS one is a separate team. Hmm. Which is why maybe the all levels them. seem very different, but lots of the familiarity of the music and whatnot's there because they just kind of grabbed all the assets and plopped them into new level design. It's almost like an expansion pack for the original. Yeah, well, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of what the. I mean, ignoring the fact that Nintendo got. I mean, that the US got a really weird localized version of Super Mario Bros. 2. Yeah. 
Super Mario Brothers 1 and 2 were essentially the exact same Lost game. levels is what we got, is what Mario 2 was in Japan. We got it as the Lost Levels. And yeah, it was basically yeah, a I mean, fleshed that, out, slightly harder one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, 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 like, it, but it looked exactly the same. It had the same music, too. Yep, yep. So I this mean, is kind of the same It's no pattern. different like, yeah. at all. I think you're right. It's actually a very good point. Um, At all. At all. So people shouldn't complain. Except I just did. Oh. Well, see, they did change the music. They added, whoops, they had five layers of vocal. Actually, actually it was almost, yeah, it was just a little <laughs> all, higher pitch. All they did, all they did, the, the guys were like, mirrors. wait, we have to get this out by the 3DS launch, XL launch, and we have to get this out way before Wii U by at least a few months. Here's what we'll do, guys. Make some kick-ass levels, and then add five of your voices to the music, and we're golden. And you know what? Speaking of golden, let's put a bunch of coins in there. Done. Game over. <laughs> That's what happened. That's my theory. That's my theory. And it worked. And it worked. It is a very fun game. Definitely uh, a must-have if you have a 3DS. Yep. And if you like Mario games. And if you don't like Mario games, what are you doing with the 3DS? So, uh, on that note, I think... Is there anything else you want to add about the game? I think we covered it. Uh, no, I mean, just on another quick thing on the whole influx of Mario. It's like, sure. Keep remembering people want like, oh, we want more Mario. When we get more Mario, we have and too much Mario. It's the exact same with every <laughs> franchise. Yeah. You can't please people, specifically video game fans. They want one thing they get, then they complain they have too much of it. They don't get what they want, they keep complaining. I mean, for example, we, I didn't mention this in I mean, the news. You, oh, but no, I was just going to say, Stephen Tuttle, when interviewing Iwata, asked about Earthbound coming to the U.S. So, oh. my point being, there are people that still want Earthbound. Iwata just kind of laughed it off but and didn't answer. He's just like, oh, I actually met with the guy that makes Earthbound like yesterday. Funny coincidence. That's all he said. Oh. But it's, and then he's like, and then Tuttle said something along the lines of, so does that mean we're getting Earthbound? And Iwata's just like, Thanks for the interview and laughed. <laughs> so, you know, there's those people who you can never please. And even if Nintendo released an Earthbound in the U.S., they would probably be like, you know, the fan translation was better, or like, you know, they should have released a compilation of the first three while they were at it, or or the first two if it's the third one they're releasing. Like, there's all there's always gonna be something people complain about. Yeah, and not to pick on Earthbound fans. That's just the thing that pops into no, my especially head. Especially when they, the longer you make people wait, the harder things yeah. to please them. So with Mario, yeah, if a lot of people are like, they release it too slowly, and then they released a bunch, they'll go, now they're releasing it too fast. You guys yeah. can't please everyone. But I think... Mario's always weird, though, because, like, for the most part, you never knew what was coming, so you couldn't really be disappointed. Like, Mario Galaxy, like... Yeah. I never expected anything like that. I do find it very interesting, and I think you made this point previously, um, how they're splitting the franchise. New Super Mario Bros., the side-scrolling Marios, are, like, almost a totally different series. They are a different series than the 3D Marios. Yeah. It's literally, if they swapped out the protagonist, no one would even think they're related. That's the only thing they have in common. Basically, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And it, it's it, it, that's part of what makes it feel like feels like there's too many Mario games, is because you had these two completely separate yet parallel franchises that start the same guy. If one was... Same, same villain, if same one, Yeah, if one was... Well, here. If one... If, if you put... If one was New Super Mario Bros. and the other was... I don't even know. Wario's Gal- Galactic Adventures. No one would go, there's too many Mario slash Wario This games. one could have been a Wario game. Yeah. It would have been kind of cool if instead of New Super Mario Bros. 2, they did New Super Wario Bros. And there's Wario and Waluigi and everything. It's like oh, garlic Wario-ish. and... Yeah. I mean, at least it seemed like they haven't completely given up. Wait, when did Wario Land Shaker come out? Uh, The January or February after the Wii. So early, early 2007. Oh, it's a long time ago. So and they had War- well, the last WarioWare was snapped oh, yeah, but, for uh, the DSi uh, at launch in April of yeah, But 09. I still don't even really count those. I mean, they're still making Wario Game and Wario. They're making Game and Wario for the but Wii. But I mean, they haven't made a Wario Land. The last Wario 
platformer. Or is that also going like one per console? Except well, no, the last Wario platformer. I mean, there was Wario World. That was the last one for GameCube. There, that was, was, one for, there was one for GameCube. Oh, there's Master of Disguise for DS. Okay, so that was, that it's was like a one per console also, one. except instead of yeah. having parallel. Well, they didn't do one per console. Wario Land One, Two, and Three were all on Game Boy. Wario Land Four was Game Boy Advance, or Wario Land Three was Game Boy Color. Wario well, up Land until then, yeah. yeah, it was like one for Game Boy Advance, one for DS, one for GameCube, one for Wii. They seem to have swapped out the Wario platformers for the most part for WarioWare. Yeah, and now WarioWare seems to be. And in that case, it didn't matter whether it was a 3D platform yeah. or a 2D. Yeah, which is a shame because Wario Land would look really fun. It will come back. Give it time. Everything's everything comes back. And there were like I mean, we're getting Pikmin three after ten years. No, sorry, less than ten, like five. <laughs> More than enough. Oh wait, no, like eight years. Two thousand four. Oh. Two thousand four to twelve will be eight years. August two thousand four. Why do I know all these release dates off the top of my head? I have no idea, but it sure does come in handy, doesn't it? It does. And on that note, speaking of release dates, our next episode will be released two weeks from now. So be sure to tune in because we will be talking about. Because we will be talking all about... Thank you, Jose, for distracting me as I was trying to say this. <laughs> That's what I do. Third time's a charm, because we will be talking all about the Wii U launch details, which I presume we'll have by then. Uh, if not, we will be talking about why we don't have the launch details. So either way, tune in for us either being excited or complaining, which is pretty much what every podcast is in a nutshell. Excitement and complaints. Yep. Uh, until then, as always, be sure to go to RamsonTown.com, because we are posting articles and editorials every... Fairly often now, actually. Yeah, so maybe yeah, we, maybe expect some within the next two weeks? Yeah, no, it'll definitely be something. I'd, maybe. <laughs> definitely maybe. But no, uh, we definitely recently, maybe. if you haven't been to the site lately, I recently wrote a whole article looking at Nintendo's uh, color strategy for their handhelds. If you look at, like, uh, Game Boy Advance and DS, it was all silver. And then if you look at, say, DSIXL onward, it was suddenly all colors with no standard silver or black. And I look at why that is. There's actually a possible method behind the madness that I discovered. So it's head over to randomtown.com and check out that article, The Great Nintendo Color Shift. And while you're there, also be, if you're not there, look, listening to this podcast, uh, go to episode 23, Going for the Gold, to share your thoughts on this episode. We'd love to hear what you think, good, bad, or anything in between. Also, wait, if you have any thoughts on any of the news we discussed, or you want to share your own 3DS XL impressions, or you want to praise or, and or bash Mario's Coin Rush mode and the awful six layers of you can do that too um for latest on random town of course man there's too much plugging going on for latest on random town of course uh we're on twitter at random nintendo we're on itunes just search random town podcast and i think i'm out of things to plug shockingly i think two minutes of plugs was plenty so thanks for listening uh we'll see you in two weeks where we discuss all the wii u launch info i'm pretty excited yep